Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, friends. Arise. Guerrilla News uh, Network audience around the world. Sunday, 2nd of October. I'm hoping that this is streaming live and does not jump off the way it did a few moments ago. Uh, why America and why election integrity? That's what this special broadcast is all about. In a sense, there could not be a more critical and uh, a nexus point in the socio-political and socio-economic landscape uh, on Earth. Uh, we all know the planet has been subjected to the most extraordinary shenanigans over recent generations. And frankly, friends, without wanting to dramatize too much, it all leads to the now the perfect geometry in now. The reason our founding fathers, your founding fathers, forgive me, I see myself as being a dispossessed son of America. The reason the founding fathers created a republic was so that we, the people, would always be able to choose those who govern and fairly and honestly and transparently and not only choose the government, but be the government. None of that is possible if there is not integrity in the election process. Voters need to know that their votes count and that everything is done uh, honestly and transparently. Otherwise, there is no democracy, no process, no republic. The whole thing is a fraud, is a scam. So what we are working toward here is the restoration of an electoral system that the people have faith in so that they will participate and be the government once again, rather than being the victims of an entity called government that does not have the consent of we, the people. We have one shot, people. I'm speaking on behalf of the world. You're all Americans. 40 days countdown. Mel Kay, couldn't be happier to see your face. Uh, thank you so much, Sasha. And thank you so much for being such a, uh, a warrior for America. We are in big trouble here because our country has been usurped, as you and I both know, by an entity from the outside that has a lot of players on the inside. And the hard part of that is that most people don't even realize uh, that this is what is really happening. They think still that we're in a dichotomy of right and left, Republican, Democrat. That is not what's going on anymore. It is actually right now either you're for America, our sovereignty, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and standing with free, uh, the free world, not just free America, or you are with the globalist bankers who, see, who seek to uh, end, our, end our country as we know it, end our sovereignty. We're watching it by a thousand cuts from the inside out, and uh, we have an installed regime. And if we don't turn the tide now, they will continue to pull this communist uh, socialist garbage that is destroying and dividing us, we the people. And as you and I both know, it's all about us not seeing them. So it's a time that we realize there is a uniparty. We have to get rid of as much of the swamp. But like you said, and I've said a lot, there is an entire bureaucracy above that, elitist billionaires and trillionaires that believe that we the people don't deserve a vote, let alone that we run the country. So the best way to do that is to show up in mass. Don't let them do what they always do. And they've done all over the world. It's not just America's oh, yeah. elections. Oh, yeah. So um, we got to push it and we got to push it now. We got to get people out and uh, people that don't vote, independents, Democrats, we got to get them on the same team. We are the American people and it is our government and we have to take it back. Uh, ho to that. Scott McKay, brother, tell me you can hear us. <laughs> 
Mel, you can, you can lip read. What is he saying? <laughs> well, I hope he, he should look at his settings for the mic because this might not be a, a platform he uses a lot. But um, he, I just got off the phone with him right before, and he's super pumped up. So uh, let's hope he figures it out. What he All is right. saying is that we need to overwhelm the system on the day of the elections and remain peaceful and calm and focused and uh, really uh, make, it, make it an event. Make it, make it something where America feels like we're united and we are fighting for liberty and we are fighting for the world, as you know, Sasha. This is Indeed. not just about America. Indeed. Well, look, until we hear Scott uh, uh, speaking, I'm going to just uh, proceed. Dr. Patrick Byrne is in yeah. the green room. What a way to kick off this election integrity special. Let me put myself on camera and stop hiding behind Mel's beauty. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is one of the most powerful uh, patriot voices on the face of the earth. He speaks not just for Americans, he speaks for humankind. The man who's been literally at the forefront of everything that happened on November the 3rd, 2020, before it even happened, in point of fact, lovingly designated as a domestic extremist, what an honor, by the Department of Homeland Security, earning him the highest honors among our crowd. Patrick is the CEO of the America Project, founded together with General Flynn and his brother Joe, working to restore but one thing, election integrity. He is the author of The Deep Rig, How Election Fraud Cost Donald J. Trump the White House by a man who did not vote for him. You've heard him talk about taking on the Clintons and Wall Street today. He's here to give us his take on what election integrity actually means, how crucial it is to the survival of America as we know it, and onemoremission.com. People, get your pens out. Onemoremission.com, a powerful antidote to the goons we hear that Soros is fixing to send en masse to the American polls. A Dr. Patrick Byrne, sir, you are so very welcome. Sacha, it's always such a pleasure. I feel like we're separated at birth. <laughs> because unlike so many people, you've, you, uh, you start everything at the point of, of principle, not of events, not of people, but of principle and ideas. And I love, I love hearing you talk about it. This is all about consent of the governed. This isn't about Donald Trump. And if you like Donald Trump, not. this is about the consent of the governed. Our tradition of consent of the governed within a constitutional Republican framework is on the line. And, you know, if the U.S. falls, you know it, that the whole all freedom around the world will fall. So, yeah, it's the most important issue facing the, our country and the world at this moment. Eighty three percent of Americans have lost to one degree or another their confidence in our election system, according to Rasmussen. So we've got to do something quickly about that. Very good. Uh, Mel Kay, question for Dr. Uh, Dr. Patrick Byrne. Well, Patrick, uh, yes, we've discussed many times that uh, they, the other side is very strategic. They, uh, they're still trying to pull off a lot of the same things they did in 2020. This time, they also have an intimidation factor going into this um, election, into the precincts. This is a, a strategic plan to do whatever they can on day of. But you have a great mission, uh, one more mission. If you could tell the audience a little bit about that so that they share it with their friends and family and we get as many people onto the website and signed up as possible. Hallelujah, Mel. I love it. There, we actually have a solution. Well, we've been working hard, as you know, all of us have been for a year and a half on it. We don't have, we don't have election integrity restored. It's going to be hard. It's harder for them to cheat now than it was two years ago, but they're coming at it. What we need to do, and Soros is literally hiring 5,000 goons around the country. I know what they're going to do. They're going to go and volunteer and work in precincts and pick fights with guys who want to run an honest election 
And when you get in a fight in a place like that, the cops show up and both of you get thrown out. So 5,000 of them go in and pick the right fights with 5,000 of our best people. They will get our people all thrown out. So we have to, this is, this is the imposition of tyranny is our one chance to stop it. And we have the solution. OneMoreMission.com is an effort. It's going like gangbusters. It's only been live about a week. It's an effort to get vets and retired police, law enforcement, ambulance, EMT, nurses to get involved in the election process for the next several weeks. It takes about 10 seconds. You go to OneMoreMission.com. You look up your state, your county. It tells you exactly who to call. Some of these jobs are paid. Some of them are unpaid. If they're paid, it's not big money. It's beer money, but that's okay. If every, you know, what we are facing is a crisis of confidence in this institution called election. If what we take is our most trusted institution, which is the military and the police and the, the first responders, and we take people from those institutions retired and get them to work the election, everyone on both sides should agree. Whatever they come up with is fine by me. If they come up and they, and they say, you know, you know, and if 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 Soros sends in goons to try to pick fights with them, these are people who know how to de-escalate and yet stay on their ground. It's a perfect solution. These people have been asking me. I'll close on this note. For a year and a half, I've been having cops and vets come up to me saying, "How do I help? How do I help this country I fought for and believed in? We're about to lose it. How can I help?" I we finally have an answer. Just go. If those people will take first dibs and work in the election. It'll solve all this problem of social trust collapsing. Very good. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Scott, can you hear us now? I think we're good. How am I on your end? Yeah. Very Thanks. good. Uh, this, this is a, a rapid fire, um, Scott. We've got a limited time and uh, 20 guests. Uh, uh, so it's a bullet point uh, to our broadcast. But Scott, one minute. What's your take on where we stand, the United States and the world at this nexus point? Uh, looking at the election, and then one question to Dr. Patrick Byrne uh, before we before we bring other guests on. So what I'd say is, uh, I got a chance to hear everything Mel said in the beginning, and yourself, of course, Patrick. I heard you. Um, I just couldn't speak. Uh, the, the reality is, <clears throat> you know, every single election we've ever had, at least the elections I started working back in 1990 on through uh, 20, 2006, we always have the same same platform. This is the most important election in U.S. history. They're always the most important. <clears throat> and we say that every election. But the simple reality is we're now at the tipping point. As we know, this election has to be conducted a certain way. And I want people to understand something. This is not, and this reason uh, Patrick's mission is so important. <clears throat> this is, is intended, obviously, to be a peaceful mission on our side. Understand something. This is not to be a combative situation. This is an exposure operation. Everything about the election, people think, well, we got to do this, this and this because we don't want them to steal it. It's not our job to to address whether they steal another election. Our job is to overwhelm the machine and the system so massively that anybody uh, that, that has their eyes closed through the whole election, we say, this is insane. They stole another election and we need to let them hang themselves. This isn't about preventing what they already can do technologically. We know that it's to make sure that we come out in such massive numbers to create a fever pitch of energy around the country that it spotlights everything that people are about to see. Very good. Scott, fire a question at uh, Patrick Byrne whilst we have this maestro. So Patrick, what is your, what, what is your advice to people that on our side that have the passion we do once they get to the election or they get to the polls and they're monitoring, hopefully we got, 
a million of our one more mission uh, soldiers, first responders, all those people who can't, who's always come to the rescue for the country, for we the people. Uh, and they start to see this insanity that we saw in 2020, where they're covering up the windows, all the, with paper, all the things that they did that are so absurd that we can't even believe that they would do it in public. What is your advice to these people who have that fever pitch of energy to want to try to step in and stop that stuff? Well, great question, Scott. Thank you. Uh, part of it's just the power of witness. Now, we have a wonderful tool at the America Project that thousands of people are downloading. I'm told, I don't mean to, but I'm told it's the best tool that's out there for reporting election mischief. When you're in a precinct, it's a very simple tool you can use and report so we can generate thousands of affidavits. But the truth is the election workers get trained on what to do and they can stop it. They have ways of protesting and officially doing things right on the spot to stop things. The most powerful thing is the power of witness. And if, they, they, if you're a trained election worker, you can be in there. And when you see things going wrong, you can challenge, you can stop the process. So we can prevent all of this at the source. I don't think it takes a million. I think it takes 50,000, 50 to 100,000 retired cops, police, vets, this whole problem. If we, and you know, 22 vets kill themselves per day if, because they don't have a mission. Let's give them a mission. They can save the country again. Last time it was in Fallujah. It was freezing their butt off on a hillside in Afghanistan. They can now do it just by work. If, if they will just work in the precinct and it's not going to happen if they're working, not just observing, but actually among the workers, this goonery that the other side has normalized, it goes away. They're not going to be able to pull down on a bunch of retired cops and vets, but we want peace to your point. Peace, 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 violence. We lose what is, if there's violence, we lose as a country. If we end up in a civil war, we end up as a farm for China. We cannot have violence. We're about the peaceful side. The other side's going to be trying to provoke us, but we have to maintain peace. And get. And if, if you're not a retired <laughs> cop or vet yourself, we want you to spread the word on onemission.com. Thank Beautiful. You. Dr. Patrick Byrne, thank you so much, uh, brother, for joining us uh, Thanks, today. Son. Very, very honored to have you. I know you uh, have limited time, uh, but uh, this wouldn't have been the same without your face and your voice. Thank you. Always a pleasure, sir. Very good. Uh, Dr. Cordy Williams up next, the retired Marine turned doctor and chiropractor, husband and father to two boys who decided to take his megaphone to the capital of California to speak up and to speak out against the unconstitutional, tyrannical lockdowns, as many of you will recall, uh, an icon of COVIDiacy uh, and the mandates of Governor Gavin Nazi Newsom. Uh, he faces one Achilles heel by the name of Dr. Cordy Williams. Great to see you, Cordy. How are you, beautiful man? It's, uh, you know, I feel like I'm at a family reunion. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to make anybody sound old, but I think there's some mom figures, dad figures, brothers um, on this, on this, uh, on this beautiful, what would we call it? Uh, this beautiful freedom opening, eye opening um, show that you guys have today. So I'm honored. It's great to be on. Well, th thank you, Cordy. And I'm, you know, I'm going to step to the side as being a, a foreign and allow Mel to fire a question at you first. And then I'm going to allow um, Scott to do so. And I'll be in the wing. So Mel, you've got the floor. Uh, hello, my good friend, Dr. Cordy Hello, beautiful. Williams. How's it going? <laughs> good. I love seeing you. You're such a hero and a champion of mine. And uh, I just want to say you were out there. You tried to throw your hat in the ring. You did amazing in California. I believe you probably won. 
But again, you are uh, a victim of a very corrupt system that we are trying to dismantle, but isn't there yet. What is your advice for the people from what you learned on the road? Because you met, you shook hands, you went everywhere. You met thousands, tens of thousands of uh, good citizens that really just want to take our country back. What's your advice to them? Well, obviously, what everybody said, you know, prior Scott, you know, Scott, Patrick Byrne, Sasha, everybody on this um, on this call, so to speak today, you know, I think great ideas. I think what I noticed on the trail is, you know, these state GOPs, we've got to get out of this conversation that it's that it's red versus blue. It's the establishment because there's some great folks out there on both sides of the aisle that believe in the Constitution, that want to see the Constitution set free again, want this republic to be a free republic again. And if we're continuing to just follow the same thing, and Scott McKay, you know, told me this before I threw my hat in the ring, like the system is so corrupt. Joey Gilbert experienced this. I experienced it. Rachel Hamm, a host of others, is these state GOPs. I mean, they're no better than the communist left. I mean, they're really not. So I think reform there is critical. Coalitions in every state um, to to reform the state GOPs. But I also think that, you know, on these midterms at these polling locations, we should be kind of doing what BLM and Antifa are doing. Have cells around the country that are at critical polling locations in every state and have 500, 1,000 people out there with megaphones really blasting just truth and knowledge into people as they go and they fill out their ballots, but also to kind of get those poll workers to to maybe a little sweaty under the collar about what they're about to do. Because we know the cheat for the midterms and the cheat for 2024 is already being planned. And I just saw so much when we came together initially, when the COVID scam first started, if we use that power and we get people like Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, everybody that that is being interviewed today, you, Scott, Mel, Sasha, all of us, and we come together and we're literally out there with megaphones with the people across this country, not only is that good publicity, but I also think that that's where we're going to get past the rallies and the T-shirts. And we've all done them, but I think we're at a tipping point where they're saturated. I think we got to have a different game plan. And those would be my two suggestions right off the bat. Beautiful. Thank you. Scott, uh, questions for Cordy. Yeah, my question is, Cordy, how do you think people should conduct themselves on Election Day on our side when they see any nefarious activities going on? What would you recommend? Yeah, I think videos are critical. Video, audio recordings. I mean, I don't think you can have enough cameras. And then the key thing is, is I think for us as influencers to have some way that they can email those videos in and we get them to people like Patrick, we get them to people like the American Project and General Flynn and just create some type of Dropbox where it funnels up from all the different influencers. Maybe, you know, maybe Clay Clark does that and gets kind of like a like an org chart of sorts that we can release out to the people of like, hey, if you get video or audio of, you know, another whatever they called it, marker gate or whatever, Sharpie gate situation, or you see anything, start videoing it, record it, and then send it back in. And maybe you have a, you know, one of your followers, Scott, they see something, they have a pipeline to get directly that information to you. You get it up to Flynn or whatever. That's what I would say. Yeah. In fact, folks, all the use of the Patriot Street Fighter Nation out there, the best thing to do to make clips viable to be able to use because post-production time is massive. If you can get 20 and 30 second clips of these activities, if you have them on your end, go ahead and edit them down to the primary parts of what you want to send out. 
send them to patriotstreetfighter at gmail.com. Patriot Street Fighter. Photos, videos always go to that email address. And then we can conglomerate them if necessary and put those out. Uh, Cordy, it's always great to see you, my friend. Thanks for being here and thanks for doing what you did. You did get in the race. You ran a great race. You raised a ton of money. As I said before, they're not going to let winners win. We have to bring the system down. There's no reformation of the state GOP. They're as corrupt as the Democratic Party. They need to go away. We need new systems coming up. Beautiful. You, and, and tell us, uh, Cordy, Thank where you, can brother. folks find you today? Yeah, you can go to 1776forevercree.com um, at Dr. Cordy W, D-R-C-O-R-D-I-E-W, or sometimes my last name's on the end. Um, but yeah, pretty much if you go to 1776forevercree.com, that'll take you to my personal site. You can get all my stuff on social media um, and follow me there. Beautiful. Cordy, thank you for joining us today. Much love to you. Hey, I love you guys. God bless you. See you soon. Everybody. Good stuff. Okay, friends. Um, let me see. Where am I? There we go. Uh, next up was supposed to be Stephen Stern, but I'm not seeing him in the back room yet. So let me introduce instead Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Recall Jovan's work in the Maricopa County Audit and Georgia Internet Hookup Expose has been absolutely groundbreaking. For those of you who don't know him, besides being an election fraud uh, analysis mastermind, Jovan is a genius inventor, visionary entrepreneur, and an absolute uh, integrity, election integrity legend who, much like uh, Donald Trump, uh, could have enjoyed a comfortable and pleasant life, but instead finds himself at the center of probably one of the greatest controversies in contemporaneous times. He's a highly active technology startup founder, best known for creating and patenting the QR code. He, uh, not a transhumanist, I'm glad to say. I've spent some good time with him on the air, and he's a fully paid-up human being. Uh, I've got an asterisk saying, see our QR code platform for scan commerce and scan to connect. He's founded companies of various sizes in the fields of augmented reality, artificial intelligence, machine learning, computer vision, healthcare, mobile healthcare, engagement technologies, and data analytics industry. And his patents have been licensed by over 330 companies. That does make him an exceptional individual when it comes to having the uh, the credentials to analyze election fraud. My God, this man is also uh, a serious Achilles heel for the status quo. Jovan, very good to see you. Hey, guys, how's it going? Nice to be here with y'all today. Thank you very much. Hey, Mel, you look great. Hey. <laughs> I miss you, guys. I miss you, but I see you fighting. Nothing funnier than your locals. You're keeping it ah, real, but you're so keeping much. the humor thank in you so it. Very much. I appreciate it. So, Mel Kay, first question to, to Jovan from you. Uh, well, my first question is he's been fighting on the front lines all over the country, and I think he has the pulse of the people. Um, how much has been done uh, to remedy what we saw in 2020? And uh, where are the people in terms of um, what they feel about the elections at this point? I think the most important thing that's happened is everybody's realized we do not have two parties. We have one party. We have a uniparty. The only two we have in the United States is the system and us. And if we are going to fix this, we have to get involved. Even as horrible as this is, and we're headed into a, a midterms, we are fighting for our lives, folks. This is World War III, whether we like it or not. It's just the digital war. But we have been given an incredible gift. Think about this. We're sitting here today. They still try to suppress us. They can't. And 
all Americans specifically and people around the world know more about elections, how they're run and how they fail us than ever before in history. That's a fantastic position to be in. So when we go in this November, I think you're going to find people know you have to show up in real time. You've got to vote on election day, folks. If you have a problem standing in a line for maybe two hours to vote, you might consider go register as a Democrat and learning to speak Chinese if you're not willing to stand in line for your country for two hours. You have to go do it on election day because they use all this mail-in voting, pre-voting, advanced voting, 45 days at a time. They use it against us. We're smarter than that. We're better than that. And now your eyes are open. You know how to spot these frauds. You know how to spot when they're pulling shenanigans. Pull out your phone, document it, get it in. This is an information war, and it's sharing the information that's going to allow us to win it. But I'm telling you, November is our D-Day. We've got to show up in mass. Bravo. Scott. Yeah, Jovan, great to meet you. Um, I have to say that you're one badass Patriot Street Fighter. When you step up into this battle like you did and what you took on as a frontal assault it is commendable. So thank you for being what you are. Uh, the most important thing we're trying to project in this election is, number one, two things. Number one, we have to have a massive avalanche of attendance on Election Day with voters, number one, also with people that are there to document. How important do you think it would be for some people in this country to take the whole day of work off so they can be there at these polling stations and just monitoring what's going on? Just one day of their life. How important is that in this election? Absolutely. If you were ever going to take a day off, take a day off to save our nation. It's not just about voting. Folks, let me give you an example. They count these mail-in votes way before we come in. But you've seen the power of people showing up. It worked for us in 2016, and it changed the destiny of our country because we showed up on Election Day. That's what they don't want. I'm telling you, you've got to talk to your family and friends. You've got to talk to the people that have called you conspiracy theorists and tell them, look, we all share one thing in common. We love our liberty. We love our freedoms. And it has to stay that way. And if America goes down, we all go down. The entire world goes down. So you have to show up in person. I would strongly, strongly recommend, aside from just voting, Treat it so serious that you're there just to counsel, advise, observe, and protect with your presence by just being a red-hot, blooded American standing there peacefully, proud. Don't let them bully you. Don't let them push you around. Just stand there solid in the fact that we're all standing shoulder to shoulder. We're going to fight this, and we're going to be there. But you got to be there with your eyes open. You've got to be willing to document all angles and be aware because I'm telling you, they're coming out in full force. Just be peaceful and realize if we stick together, we've got this. The simple fact is, Jovan, if we had masses of people at all these polling places around the country in numbers, standing around with smiles on their face, talking, I can tell you this, those people on the other side expect us to behave the way they do. They're going to be scared to death because they're like, what do they know that we don't? Why are they all standing around smiling? They know what we do, yet they're standing here smiling, being kind, cordial to everybody, including us. They're going to be thinking, what do they have up their sleeve? It's, got, it's, it's something that just throws them off balance. Look, the reason 
that we can get these people to react the way they do. They've never had offense coming at them before. They've never been on defense in their life, ever. They've risen through this whole cycle of, of corruption, this entire machine, unopposed. They've never been opposed. That's how we got to this place in the country. There's one way to put an end to it all. Numbers. Numbers. We have we outnumber these people by the billions. We just have to show up. Absolutely. Yeah, Jovan, what, what should people be doing now up to uh, Election Day? What's your advice to people that know that they need to get involved and they want to get involved now? There's three things I recommend. Other than just making sure you're educated, head in the end, and, and, and sharing the news, here's the most critical things. If you get a mail-in ballot, and it comes in your mail right now, when you get it to your house, because probably you didn't request it, or let's say you did, don't vote it. Do not vote it and do not open it. Let me tell you why. There's a trick to this. Hold that mail-in ballot. Do not open it. Show up on election day. When you walk in to the election on election day, there's a very strong chance they're going to tell you, look, we sent you a mail-in ballot and it's come back voted. Now, you know that's not true because you've got the ballot with you. Don't say anything like that. Say, repeat that again. And they'll say, well, I'm sorry. Uh, We're looking here. We mailed you ballot. It came back in. Tell them thank you. They're going to give you a provisional and step aside. When you step aside peacefully, dial your sheriff, not your police, your sheriff. Here's why. Mm -hmm. You call the sheriff and say, look, I'm right here right now, not in a voting place, but somebody has stolen my identity. I can see it right here on the computer. I'm standing here. They just notified me of it. Sheriff will show up. They'll ask what's going on. They'll ask the same election worker. The election worker will say, Well, they're in the book here, and it shows we mailed them a ballot, and it came back voted. Now, when they repeat that, the sheriff's going to come back to you. At that point in time, take out that ballot that you haven't opened. Now you've got a provisional. Now you've got a ballot you haven't opened, and say, look, I'm standing right here in front of you. Here is my mail-in ballot unopened. Here is the provisional they gave me because they said somebody voted. Somebody stole my identity. Here's what you got. The sheriff can investigate identity theft. It's not election fraud first. It's identity theft. That allows the sheriff into the books. Next thing to do besides that being peaceful, vote with a ballpoint pen. Refuse to use any kind of Sharpie. Don't do it. It's a time hack. Let me tell you why. In Maricopa County, 126,000 ballots were affected by bleed throughs on the Sharpies. Those 126,000 ballots had 2.1 million extra votes bleed through on them. Now, it's not about all the ovals they insert. They will. It's about the time. See, if they can count all the mail in and they can suspend a certain number of here, because that's adjudication, and they work underneath, they get to see it. And then they click them and they come down. That's how they make it look like a foot race. Do not use any kind of uh, felt point pen, Sharpie, or anything like that. Use a blue ballpoint pen. Why? Because when they do insert ovals, the machines can only do it in black printed ink. Vote with a blue ballpoint pen. And mess them up from the beginning by showing up and following those two simple rules. Very good. Thank you, Jovan. Thank you so much for joining us today, brother. Happy to see your face. Okay, um, Scott and Mel, just so you know, um, I've been taken off uh, about half a dozen times whilst you were talking to Jovan. Uh, Joanne has been taken down her end in San Diego and is locked out of the production room. I've got things popping up on my computer screen in London that I've never seen before in my life. Um, It could be that we're coming under some absurd inverted DOS attack. Um, Just in case anything goes 
uh, down. You guys are going to have to just wrap until I'm going to jump off and try to jump onto another computer, um, if that's okay. But before I do that, let me bring on Stephen. Uh, forgive me, Sarah Stevens, because guests have also been jumping into the back room and then falling off constantly. I mean, it's just non-stop. Uh, Scott, you also went dark a moment ago. I don't know if you saw that. I was actually uh, uh, did that on my own because I wanted to connect with Joanne to see what was happening over there. She was calling. So we're all good here. Uh, you know, we're at a fortified position way out in the middle of nowhere. They're not going to get to us here, not even technologically. We're okay. Good. I'm going to try and see if Steven's in the green room. I'm just having a look right there. No, not in the green room. One moment. Give me. He I got knocked see. off. He texted like us. Dr. He got Frank, knocked off. Dr. Dr. Frank looks like he's in there. Michelle Swinnick looks like she's in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got Sarah Stevens was next up. So I think if yep. Sarah's there and we see her in the back room, yep, we can. Let's bring Sarah on next. Sarah. Tell, Hi, tell everyone. Me <laughs> nice to see you guys. Very good to see you. Sarah Stevens is the founder of Make... California Gold again. She's a pastor's wife, a mother of six, an inspirational speaker, a nonprofit founder, and former candidate for California governor. Uh, Sarah has a heart and vision to save California and make it gold again. She believes bringing back uh, God back to California is key and is on a mission to get conservatives elected across the state to help the homeless and a great deal more than that. You're very welcome here. Uh, with us today, Sarah Stevens. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Great pleasure. Mel Kay has the floor to posit the first question. Um, Sarah, you, you're in uh, California, which is, uh, I think the whole world, not just America, is watching California go at uh, the craziest breakneck speed, straight to communism and socialism. We saw the uh, Gavin Newsom recall. We saw the recall of uh, the DA, and we keep seeing it. It goes back again and again. We know it's not the will of the people. Will you tell me a little bit about what you find on the road? I know you meet with thousands of patriots in California. I believe California is not being presented as, as it is. I want people to know that California is, is very red. And uh, we really need to look at California if we're going to look at what's really going on and what the plans are for America, because everything is transpiring in California that they want to do all over this country. And it's unacceptable. So I just want to encourage you that the harder that they um, fight to put in these crazy mandates and now Prop 1 killing babies up until for full term, um, it's just absolutely insane. So I just want to share with you briefly about some of the absolutely amazing things that are happening happening here in California that people don't know about. We have churches uniting and rising up like we've never seen before. There's a whole movement called Revive California, which is a whole group of pastors that's getting behind candidates. Um, I have a whole group of friends that are called the California Will Be Saved, and they've been doing revivals on all the beaches of California. Thousands of people have been coming out. People have been getting saved. Um, you know, we as Make California Gold Again, we've developed all these flyers per different counties to um, encourage Christians to get out and vote for people that have their values. So really, I want to encourage everyone. We are at the forefront of freedom right now in California. California is not a lost hope. I believe that we can save um, this state and not just this state, but this nation in this election. Beautifully stated. Thank you for that, Scott. 
question for Sarah. You know, I gotta, uh, Sarah, great job out there. Look, I've lived in California for 15 years in Los Angeles twice, uh, two different times. And I can tell you this, California, many people want to leave California because they think it can't be recovered. This is where we have to change our mindset. We, the people, have to learn to stand our ground. This cabal has never been on defense. They've never been on defense, number one. Number two, California is a red state. I don't care what they've been telling you. I work politics there. I watched the dirty work the Democrats did. I, I, I ran campaigns in a 78% registered Democrat district, and we had massive inroads. I'd get 44% of the Democrat vote for my candidate in a Los Angeles County. So I know it can be done there. And the next thing about California is this. <clears throat> when you get rid of Newsom, you get rid of the Pelosi's, you get rid of the Browns and the Gettys having any influence because they're the ones that have destroyed the state. You take the head of that snake off, you're going to realize how amazingly red California really is. It's been a stolen machine there for at least three decades. So I'm glad you're fighting. Most important, stand your ground, folks, in California. Don't leave the state. We need fighters. What's your words of caution uh, or even encouragement, Sarah, on election day? Awesome. So what I would encourage everyone to do, um, as we're basically less than 40 days away, it's all about mindset right now. So I want to encourage any and everyone to look at like look at America like this right now. We have an opportunity to prove to the rest of the world what we're made of. And what are we made of? We know that our founding fought, fought for freedom, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. So I really want to encourage everyone to make this 40 days look so huge. And I would encourage each and every one of you, November 8th, to get to the polls, whether it's morning, noon, afternoon, <laughs> um, please go out and already have it predetermined who you are voting for. You want to go out that day with total peace, joy, clarity. And when you get to the poll, don't let anyone intimidate you. Don't be afraid. Come in there. And if you can, ask and say, hey, I would like to fill out my ballot. I'd like a new ballot, a new paper ballot right now to fill out. Um, hopefully, by the grace of God, they will let you do that. If they don't let you do that, um, you know, have your mail-in ballot in your in your purse <laughs> and bring that. If you have to have that already filled out, turn it in. Um, worst case situation, if they don't let you do any of those things, then worst case situation, Dominion voting. But that is like absolute worst case. First and foremost, just go in there asking like you run the place, like you've done this a million times before. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to get a new ballot. Can you just get me a new paper ballot? I love to fill that out. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. Please, you guys act like you've done this before. You that you're totally smart, you're totally educated, you're an American citizen with a real ID, <laughs> so you can do this. And let's get our paper ballots filled out, they will be tracked, and we will win this election and we will win it for the entire nation. I really just want to encourage everyone that we have an opportunity right now on November 8th to change all of American history. I want everyone to know that we have all been praying. People all across the nation have been praying. We There's actually people in other countries that are praying for America because they know what America stands for. And it's the word F that stands for freedom. That is what America stands for. So I want to encourage each and every one of us 
to share with our friends, share with our family, that we have an opportunity to show the world what we're made of. We have the opportunity to show everyone what Americans are really all about. And we're peaceful, we're freedom fighters, we're God-fearing, God-loving, uh, world-loving people. So please use your opportunity that you have right now for freedom to take back all that has been stolen. And I want you to go on November 8th with your why. And you may be saying, well, what are you talking about my why? Your why is what is your reason that you are alive today? Is it your children? Is it your grandchildren? Is it your business? Each and every one of us have a why. And a lot of people in other countries, they don't have the freedom that we have. So let's show up big on November 8th with our why, because we don't want that why to ever be taken from us. So let's go. Let's make history November 8th. Let's take back this nation and let's make it more beautiful than it's ever been before. So I want to encourage you, what we're doing with Make California Gold Again is we've put together a whole team of candidates that stand for our freedom, for our values, that are God-fearing, and they're absolutely amazing. So I want to encourage you, whatever state you're in, hopefully by the grace of God, we could bring it to your state or you guys could create one for yourselves. It is time to have an incredible amount of unity within the freedom movement that will bring long lasting generational changes here in America. It is time for us to have this community, a hub of patriots, whether it's patriot businesses, patriot nonprofits, um, candidates. This is a holistic approach that we need for every state in the nation. So check us out at www.makecaliforniagoldagain. Be encouraged, be inspired by these amazing candidates. Pray for them every day. And let's get together. Let's create one for every other state in the nation. Let's be praying for all these amazing people that are stepping up. And when we all join forces together through prayer, through helping other candidates, we will not just make California gold again. We'll make each state gold again. We will transform America and make America more beautiful than it has ever been before. I love you guys. God bless you. You're freedom fighters, you're royalty and God's family. And you were born for such a time as this. Apparently attacking her voice, but I uh, just a it's little bit. She said there, very powerful words at the end. Like she said, yeah. look, it's our, it's a psychology. Sarah said it's a mindset and our founders got to fight for freedom. The greatest nation on in history of humanity. Here we are again. We get to those people. Every one of us get to be those people fighting for the freedom, not just for America this time, for the whole world. But thank you, Sarah, for coming in. Fantastic. Indeed. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Okay. <laughs> Damn, this is fun, guys. This is this is the weirdest backroom production I've ever experienced in my many many years of broadcasting wow i can't well, they say. don't want us talking that that shows that uh that we're winning or why would they try to silence us right now they, this is this is a good sign it's a good sign that they're so scared of us getting out and speaking the truth well indeed so i'm just yeah. gonna forget my production notes and scramble guests as i see them in the green room because uh, some are jumping in some are not um let me bring on next jeff zinc who's a congressional candidate in Arizona, married to Stephanie, his wife for 10 years and enjoying their first fur baby, Tyson. Hmm. Jeff has been in sports medicine for over 35 years. He's devoted a considerable 
amount of time over the last several months to election integrity projects and education. Uh, Jeff, I hope that wasn't you jumping off. Yep, you're there. I can see you. I'm bringing you on now. Good to see you, Jeff Singh. Hey, thanks, Sasha. Mel Kay, I'm uh, glad to see you. And Scott, as always, love uh, being on your show and talking with you and everything. Uh, here in Arizona, you know, I was involved in the uh, Arizona audit. Uh, a lot of people don't know that I was also involved in the Arizona primary on August the 2nd when we had a primary. We uh, found 300 dead voters in the uh, 2020 election. Those same dead voters voted again in the primary. And the thing is, is that what we've also found is another 400. Now, here's the thing that's really scary, and I know that y'all saw the, the news because it was all over the news, right? No, it wasn't. We actually have discovered a dead voter that died in 2003. They have voted every two and four years, and this primary in 2022, they walked in in person and voted and there's no coverage whatsoever of a dead person coming in. Uh, and so these are the things that, are, that we're trying to get out. We sent this evidence to uh, Mark Burnovich, our attorney general, who did absolutely nothing. And then on top of that, we have just discovered 842 sex registered sex offenders Okay, registered sex offenders, they've been convicted, they've lost their rights, have all registered to vote and voted in our primary. Shocking, shocking stuff. Um, Scott, do you have a question to fire for Jeff? I only have time for one, and then I've got to bring on uh, Ruth Weiss, who's waiting, waiting in the back room there. Yeah, Jeff, into this, by the way, uh, thanks for doing everything you do to get you back on Patriot Street Fighter quickly. Um, what What's the best thing for people to do? We're obviously trying to mobilize as many people as possible in this country to get to the polls on one day, conduct themselves in a professional, peaceful way like we do. What would you say is the most important thing people could be doing and considering right now heading into Election Day? Oh, absolutely. Well, like with myself, uh, uh, contact me, get on uh, a campaign or support your local Republican uh, campaign that uh, you're wanting to do. Get out uh, into the uh, neighborhoods, talk to them, drop off literature, talk to different people. On the day of, don't vote. Keep your uh, ballot if it's mailed to you. Keep your ballot uh, don't open it. Don't do anything with it. Take it with you. And again, you know, it's a we're reiterating everything, but it's so important. Make sure that you ask if you voted because your envelope is sealed, so they know they can't vote uh, there. And if your identity has been stolen, call the sheriff and immediately report a crime that has committed uh, there. And then make sure that you vote the day of on paper ballot. And, and again, just like Jovan said, use blue ink uh, there because when they photocopy it, it always comes back black. And if you use a black ink, uh, then uh, they can steal ballots and everything. So it's vitally important that we do that. Jeff, thank you very much for joining us today and, and very best of luck with your campaign. Where can, where can folks find you today? 
Absolutely. You can go to Jeff Zink. The last name is Z as in zebra, I-N-K, forcongress.com. So Jeff Zink, forcongress.com, and I need as much help as I can. Very good. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. All right. Thank you. Okay. Wonderful man. Uh, next up, Ruth uh, Weiss has served as San Diego County Coordinator for Election Integrity Projects for 12 years and is on the Board of Directors as Director of Education and Training, Director of Legislative Oversight for 10 years, and as Vice President for eight years. In 2017, she co-founded Election Integrity Project California with Linda Payne. They are nonpartisan. They seek to ensure that in California, uh, at least every lawfully cast vote is accurately attested for they are now a fully accredited 501c3 nonprofit uh, organization. Uh, Ruth, uh, you are very, very welcome on the Arise Gorilla Network show. Uh, you'll need to check your microphone there. Forgive me, Ruth, we're not hearing you. Nope, still not hearing you, I'm afraid. See, see, see what you can do. See what you can do. Mel, take the floor with a rant, if you will, whilst we, whilst we try and raise the specter of Ruth's voice. Well, I think that uh, one thing that I, I, I've been seeing a lot of that I think we have to understand is a lot of people don't vote. They don't care. They think the system's corrupt. They don't want to be involved. And uh, those people are feeling the pain right now, too. There is an opening with all that's happening in our economy, on the border, uh, everywhere else. So, so stop, uh, stop playing into the right, left, that you're on a team. Nobody's on a team. Everyone needs to go inside, find their strength, and step up and, uh, and reach across to your neighbors. I'm not muted. Okay, forget, forgive me there. I think that that's, that's uh, Ruth's. Ruth, we can hear you now, girl, but we can't see you. <laughs> okay, Ruth, are you with us? Can Can you hear us? Okay, okay yeah. Yeah, we go. Yes, can Very you hear good. me now? Very yeah, good. Okay, Happy good. I was on the phone with Okay, I, I'm just so thrilled to be here among these incredible people who have basically stolen my whole message this morning. Um, everything that they have said is exactly what I wanted to say. It is, is vital that we vote in person. It is vital that we vote on or as close to election day as possible. It is vital that we not lose hope because that, I think that's our big enemy right now is that people are feeling that, you know, why should I bother? My vote's not going to count, especially in California. I know that's really happening. We need to turn that around and say, no, we have to overwhelm. We all have to vote. We have to vote wisely. Um, we are, we in California and a lot of other states too, have now had vote by mail ballots shoved down our throat. We get them at home without asking for them. And the message that has been across several times today is take that ballot and just save it. Do not use it. Do not send it back or turn it in in any way in that envelope. But you take it in and you vote in person as close to on a plain paper ballot as you possibly can. I think another enemy that I'm seeing coming, though, to be very careful about is to realize that elections are state and sometimes even, like in California, county determined in terms of the details of the way things are done. And you can't take a piece of advice that, that someone is giving and assume it applies to your state because you could actually cause more trouble instead of, le of less by doing that. So between now and election day, what voters need to do is to find out what the rules are in their state and in their county. What are their options? How are they allowed to vote? When are they allowed to vote? 
and then do everything they can within the framework that they are given to circumvent as much of the machinery as possible and definitely circumvent the ability for the manipulators to have your information in advance. You don't, you want to surprise them. It's a sneak attack on election day. You want to show up where they don't have any way of anticipating what you're going to do. And that way they can't pr protect their own little algorithms and stuff very from good. that. Very good. Yeah. Ruth, thank you very much. Sorry to cut you short. Very happy to have your wonderful uh, voice and face on the show, but we've got a, a dominoes gathering behind us in the production room. So thank you so much indeed for joining um, us today. Thank you so much. All right. Wonderful. So, folks, uh, that was uh, Ruth uh, Weiss. I hope I pronounced her surname correctly. Next up, Dr. Douglas G. Frank, a longtime math and science teacher from Ohio who's worked closely with Mike Lindell and discovered secret algorithms used to rig the 2020 election. Now, Dr. Frank also had his phone recently seized in the same witch hunt as Mike Lindell. Uh, supposedly as evidence in the federal investigations into Mesa County Registrar and our hero, uh, Tina Peters. And Dr. Frank spent last year traveling the country, as did many of us, trying to persuade local and state officials to join the effort to expose alleged election fraud. I love that word, alleged, you know, when it's fucking bloody obvious, black and white, in your face, you know. But there you have it. Let's, let's use the technical term, alleged election fraud. Having visited more than 30 states and met with 100 election administrators, uh, what an extraordinary individual. Dr. Frank, you're very welcome. Well, thanks for having me, Sasha. It's good to be here. And by the way, that's 44 states now. So, <laughs> but who's counting? Very good. Very good. Hey, hey gonna... let's talk about that word alleged for a second. Indeed. What I do, I, I mean, people think that I go around giving talks. Well, I do give talks, but that's just how we pay for me to be there because people charge like 10 bucks a head. And then that's how they pay for my plane ticket. What I really do, what my real work is, is during the days working with local citizens teaching them how to find the real fraud, not the alleged fraud. And what we do is we send people out into the communities, they knock on doors, and they find people who are dead, who voted. They find people who will sign an affidavit that they didn't vote, yet their ballots are recorded in the records. We find people that have moved into other states, and they're voting in other states because we have data from the other states, and I help them to do that. I help them to confirm that, yet, yet their ballot is being received locally. So in other words, what we do is we collect a bunch of these actual provable fraud. This is not alleged. It's provable. In fact, then we can take that stack and we can and show it to a local sheriff. And when we show it to a local sheriff, we're not saying, here's all the fraud. Do something with it. That's the worst thing to do. We should never give up control of this. That's why we're in the mess we're in in the first place is we've been paying other people to run our elections instead of running them ourselves. Okay. Very good. Very good. Now, now Mel, should uh, Dr. Frank be criminally indicted for that bow tie or should we let him off? <laughs> oh, I let him off. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Frank. I'd let him off for everything and give him an award. But uh, one thing I do want to ask him is uh, we are at a place where 
I believe, and I'm wondering what you think, because you've been in 44 states, that people have to understand, though it's supposed to be local and state, I believe that what's happening with our elections is bigger than that, that it's it's actually uh, the same people that are manipulating our country in general, the billionaire and trillionaires that think that our votes shouldn't matter because this is their country and not ours, which they're mistaken. Is this bigger than than the local and the county and the state where it's supposed to be? Is this, oh, is this no, an organized no. effort? Mel, Mel, you're exactly right. The, the problem is not local. The problem is national and state control of local elections. And so what I'm teaching local people is how to take it back locally. Because the, the, we always say education is key, but the fix is local. You know, you can't just go talk to the secretary of state. I know I've talked to two dozen of them. That's not going to fix the problem. You can't just go talk to your legislatures. They're full of rhinos. They're full of, of spineless eunuchs. They are not representing the people. So, no, no, you ha- we're not going to win by gathering evidence and taking it to the authorities. That's how we, that's the failing mechanism that's been going on and on in the country. The way we're winning is by getting the fraud in our own hands, taking it to our own local officials and saying, hey, what gives? You're sworn to protect my my constitutional rights and my right to uh, my sacred right to vote is being disenfranchised for me. And as long as you stay connected to the state system, it's going to continue happening. What are you going to do about it? And then and then you educate the local community. I mean, I mean, the metaphor I like to use is imagine that somebody's breaking into your house every night and stealing your stuff. Okay, are you going to let them keep doing it? No, you lock your door. Then the secretary of state comes in and says, hey, you're not allowed to lock your door. And we say, yes, we are, because you're stealing our stuff. And that's where and that's where the sheriff can come in. And by the way, I've I've been now in over 20 counties in California. That place is about to go radioactive. It's awesome. We we got canvassers all over the state of California. I've been giving them lists. In fact, that's what I've been doing the last several days, feeding lists of walk lists into to locals so that they can they can find the fraud and take it to the local commissioners. Man, oh man, we have we have got these we've got them running right now. It's awesome. Very good. Scott, any question for Dr. Frank? Yeah, how can people get into you in California to join that force that you're building all these canvases going out there? Because that's one of the most important things people can do is canvas. And especially in especially this climate, before the election. I agree with what everybody before me has said. You got to vote in person on election day as late as you can. That's mm-hmm. very important. And I agree with Jovan where he's saying if you got a ballot by mail, don't open it. Take it in and 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 make sure that they haven't already recorded a ballot for you before. Because if you show up and they've already recorded a ballot for you, you can say, How is that possible? Here's my ballot. Again, and, and that's a case of fraud. So that's super important. Uh, yeah, but until the election, I always say that canvassing is evangelism. Three things happen when you when you do canvassing. The first thing that happens is when you knock on somebody's door and you prove that there's fraud happening from their house, you just made a convert, and they tell everybody in their neighborhood. And in California, it's one in ten houses. So there you go. If you can find one in every, and then the second thing that happens is the person canvassing. They found the fraud with their own hands, and they tell all their friends. So that's and then the third thing that happens is you get hard evidence not alleged fraud you have actual fraud in your hands that you can then motivate people motivate local officials motivate your local community around that's the most important thing to be doing between now and the election in my opinion dr frank thank you very much indeed for joining us today on the show my pleasure wonderful
Terrific stuff. Okay, next up, Stephen Stern, uh, who has come back into the green room. I'm very much hoping we can hear and see him. Stephen, uh, can you hear me? I'm here. <laughs> Yay. Very good. Stephen, uh, let me just do a brief introduction there as a courtesy to you. Businessman of 68 years. I don't know if that means you've been in business for 68 years or you're 68 years of age, but no one's business, actually. But uh, with uh, www.theflagshirt.com, the largest patriotic site in the U.S. that designs men's T-shirt lines. Stephen is the former secretary of Florida Tennis Association for eight years, member of Broward Republican Executive Committee and vice president of the Western Republican Club. Very happy to meet you, Stephen Stern. Thanks for having me. Well, so... Uh, yes, I've been in business 68 years. I started when I was 12 in Miami with my dad. And you can see we have the biggest flag shirt display around. We uh, we have the largest patriotic website in the world. And um, one of the nice things is, is that people can get a hold of me and learn how to get involved. So we do www.precinctstrategy.com. What that is, is getting people involved in a Republican Party. And why is that important for election integrity? Well, the more people we get involved, the more people we get with eyes. So in Broward County, we have up 20% in poll watchers and poll workers. So that's important all over the United States. So I've been on many, many programs talking about precinctstrategy.com. And if people want to get involved and you say, what can we do immediately? We can get as many people as we can involved. We can get as many people to sign up Republicans because we don't have enough people going out to vote. Uh, in Florida, we had about 22% vote in the primary. We need to get them up to 43%. So we need to get people working. So one, if you want to get in touch with me, one of the things I do on all the programs I'm on, I put up my information. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me by calling me 954-318-6902. Go to Stern 1054-AOL or go to www.theflagshirt.com. And why is that important? We've got to get people involved. We've got to get people off their butts. So what good is an election integrity if you don't come out to vote? Right. So we need to swarm the election polls with our Republicans the day of the election. We all know that. It doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, whatever it is, you've got to stand out there and you've got to show we want to take back our country. We know that what's happening in our country, we're, we're losing it very fast. So if we don't vote in Republicans for the House and the Senate, a lot of people are concentrating on the House. And, uh, and as I'm working with a lot of people who are senators who are running, we're working with General Bodock up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, working with Major uh, Malloy up in uh, Vermont and Arizona and Georgia. So we, we've got to take back the Senate also. So how do we get people involved? Again, go to www.precinctstrategy.com. Get involved in your local um, committees, become a committee man and a committee woman. And, you know, we probably have hopefully uh, the general. Stephen, let me let me let me jump in yeah. there. Your okay. volume has gone down. Uh, Scott, did you hear yeah. the same things completely tanked, right? It's way down. Yeah. Happened yeah. more than once. The speakers. Yeah. Yeah. We're not we're not hearing you, Stephen. We heard you up until about 45 seconds ago. Um, see if you can crank up your volume. How about now? No, I'm afraid it's the same there, but um, interested to know if. Uh, is there anything you can do as a as a renowned 68 year standing businessman and a fashionista anything you can do to dress up scott mckay patriot street fighter can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, we can't, we can't, I'm afraid not... we can't hear you there, Stephen. But uh, Scott, try and try and get a question across to Stephen. Well, I'll make a statement first. You're not getting the hat no matter what. I love you, but you're not getting the hat. <laughs> Stephen, uh, by the way, thanks for, for doing what you do. Uh, obviously, we need to get people out, as you're saying, in mass to vote. <clears throat> Uh, one thing that I think is very critical is canvassing and what I think Republican voters will find out or what Republicans will find out if they're working uh, on the canvassing side of things. They're going to energize the vote because when you knock on somebody's door and you're all through neighborhoods and people say, holy cow, you guys are everywhere. This, this thing's really happening. We really have an energy in this election. I think I'm going to get out there and vote and be part of this. Uh, how important do you think it is for people to get active on that canvassing field before the election day comes? Well, so Les, can you hear me now? Very, very poorly, I'm afraid. This is not. Right, I don't think this will work. Louder, is that better? Okay, lean into it's your mic low. and keep it brief, and we, we might be able to uh, amp it up in the edit. I've got the sound as loud as I can get. Uh, I don't know if they're bouncing me, but anyway, one of the most important things. Last week we went out and we canvassed, and one of the things go. is go to votifynow.org. Um, you get the app and you report whether people are cheating on the election. Um, we've knocked on doors, and we're doing that this week in Weston. We expect to have over 200 people out there knocking on doors and canvassing. That is probably one of the most important things. Um, a lot of people don't want to do that, but we're definitely getting it done. Last week, we did it in uh, one of the areas close to our town, Weston. We had over 100 people knocking on doors. Uh, today, I spoke to the uh, chairman of the Broward County Republican Party. He said he got a couple of people who were Democrats to change to Republican after he told them what's going on. So it's very, very important to get out there and canvas. I want, you know, everybody to get out there and do it. Yes, you had a question. Stephen Stern, thank you so much for joining us today on AGN, brother. Lovely meeting you. Okay, next up, Joey Gilbert, who's fought <laughs> to win his entire life fighting for himself as a boxer. He was a three-time national champion, four-time All-American while at the University of Nevada after college and once finished with Air Force basic training and technical school. He continued on to become a Golden Gloves champion and a professional boxing champ. At one time, Gilbert was ranked number three in the world by the WBO. Uh, no a small accomplishment there. And had both the WBO uh, NABO and WBC, USNBC middleweight title belts. Today, Joey Gilbert has chosen to engage in the most important fight of his life and ours. He's battling on numerous fronts to protect the lives and quality of life of all Nevadans from government overreach and the growing list of uh, future threatening issues that politicians at all levels have allowed uh, to prevail. This is not about me. It's about us. Joey Gilbert, very, very good to see you. <laughs> Joey, tell me you heard that there introduction. He it was exhaustive. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear me. Uh, Scott, you said you prepared a tap dance uh, for the audience just in the event of this. <laughs> well, since we, since we can't get Joey up, I'll just... Put a little shout out to the audience. All those of you on the little chat box here, just ignore Raphael the colon. He is a milk toast pussy wearing his sister's skinny jeans, likely her underwear and her bra. Uh, but ignore the bullshit he's saying in there because 
you know, like I said, his parents probably had to jackhammer his diapers when he was a baby. It's quite disgusting to think about. Sorry, Raphael, the colon. Uh, that's for you. Anyways, who's next? Joey, can you hear us? Oh, Lord. He's, well, he's frozen. Well, this, this is par for the course. It's why we call it Guerrilla Broadcasting Friends. Okay, so <laughs> you, you, you have to bear with us. We parachute, parachute into things and get kicked off things uh, randomly. Uh, Mel Kay. Um, yeah, I will say about Joey Gilbert, because I know him uh, well, and he is a real champion and a fighter. He's also a criminal attorney. He's also helping Simone Gold, who was uh, persecuted and put into jail, the gulag, for doing nothing but exercising her First Amendment right. Uh, she's a hero as well. And we have to understand that they are trying to dehumanize and uh, de um, make us all uh, feel that we have no power, that we don't matter at all. And Joey's a real hero, as many people are of saying, no, that's not true. You have so much power. Do not let them intimidate you. I think a lot of people are also scared to speak up and say the truth and get out there because of the fraud that is the January 6th committee and what they've done to these patriots and put the thrown them in jail and thrown away the key. And uh, I think that it has slowed down a lot of people who would be out there standing and waiting and, and peacefully protesting. It really threw a wrench in it, which was by design. And uh, I really want people to understand right now is the time to be brave and to step up and, and get out there. There are so many people that will join you. Uh, Scott and I learn, and, and Sasha, you've been all over the country too, that uh, in numbers, everything changes. They are more afraid of us. And I think a lot of people have kind of taken into, well, they're going to come to my house. I mean, I know all three of us know this, or they're going to kick in my door or take my phone. Well, guess what? You live through it. And Simone's out of jail and she's going to come back and Dr. Frank's out and Lindell's laughing about it because it's so incredibly insane. But uh, we have to we have to get out there and take the risk. You can live through a lot more than you think and uh, a lot more than this. But we got to show up and we can't be intimidated. The intimidation thing and these phony polls and, and telling people that they don't really matter. And it's not, you know, it's all over from here. Or Bill Gates coming out and saying there's going to be a hung election and a civil war. That's not true. You get out there and you step up and you stand up and then the power comes from within and the God and the Holy Spirit take over. And uh, you really have to, you know, look to the fighters that have been persecuted and that they keep going. And that should mean a lot to everyone. I think that's beautifully stated, uh, Mel. And I think that it's very, very important that, you know, when we're on in, in the ditches, in the trenches and uh, encouraging people to, to, to do the right thing, we have to also remind people of the majesty of the human condition when we're standing in pure truth and conducting a right action in this world, uh, which is good mums and dads, good brothers and sisters, wearing the Christed mantle. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. We're all born with that um, psycho spiritual navigation system. We have the moral coding hardwired into the angelic seeding of the human DNA, which is precisely why these devils are trying to hack in to human DNA. Incidentally, friends, I won't get too esoteric on this broadcast, but uh, be clear, we are dealing with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We're dealing with uh, the angelics and the demonics. Uh, Scott, do you think that's dramatic or do you think I'm on point? No, I think you're on point. I wanted to, I'm glad you asked me because I wanted to comment on that. <clears throat> and Mel's right. Here's the thing, folks. Because we are on this sort of based astral plane the projection of ours and our desires and our wishes for the country and the elections are put into motion with what Shastri would call the christed consciousness <clears throat> if we in mass think about what's going to happen in our favor in this election in the country it'll happen <clears throat> in fact that's why this experiment that they've done a number of times around the world where you have i think about a million people collectively meditate 
at the same point at the same the point on the clock uh, all at one time about bringing peace to humanity the uh, the, the the crime rate worldwide drops 80 percent how does that happen because all of us beings collectively empower the universe to move in a direction of what we wish because we're 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 not just uniting it's like the idea of one one draft horse pulls seven thousand pounds but two of them together twenty seven thousand pounds there's this symbiotic ship uh, the tether that happens from us all doing the same thing collectively so i think if people can understand that these aren't just words it's a spiritual battle and they understand the quantum physics side of the spirit then just that we provocatively say what's going to happen for humanity in the country in our favor through this election whether they steal it or not the outcome is going to come on our favor because even the q intelligence said 2020 plus is safe or beyond 2020 this is a plus time november elections are going to be safe maybe it doesn't uh, yield the outcome on that day that we expect because of the crime but in my opinion absolutely the crime is going to be dealt with we just need as many numbers at these polls as possible Beautiful. Thank you. Okay, friends, next up, uh, one of my favorite human beings on the planet, Sheriff Richard Mack, founder of the Constitution Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, or the CSPOA. Sheriff Mack is known as the Second Amendment Sheriff for his uh, Supreme Court win against the Brady Bill, which uh, millions of you will remember, which ultimately was intended for gun confiscation, a big rub that, and I'll speak about that in a while. He's always been concerned about uh, the privacy and confidentiality of gun owners, knowing the potential for database breaches. And he and the CSPOA have played not a critical role. In a sense, it's the critical role in exposing uh, the fraud surrounding 2020 elections and put a great deal of effort behind the pursuit of truth and election accountability and integrity. Um, so long as uh, men like uh, Sheriff Richard Mack uh, prevail, uh, the devil will be standing out in the frost. I can tell you that much, friends, and you'll need to get uh, behind uh, and support his campaign and his organization. Uh, Sheriff Mack, very happy to see you. Yeah, you're muted, Sheriff. I mean, I would have thought, um, Scott, that you're so in sync with Sheriff Mack and his uh, remit that you could actually do the speaking. He's a lot more handsome than you are, uh, Scott. It has to be said. And he's got a oh, you're just you're you're just saying that because it's true. <laughs> so, Ab Sheriff Mack, look, uh, <clears throat> and and I believe you know, Sheriff Mack, his CSPOA is critical in this country because we're calling sheriffs in on election day when you're holding one of your mail ballots and somebody stole your identity it goes to show you where the anchor of power in this country truly is it rests with the sheriffs they are the final line of defense so <clears throat> the great thing about sheriff mac is that he now is nationally known maybe not among all sheriffs but uh, for the most part they knew who he is they knew there, they know there's some march in this country moving toward getting the sheriffs Many of them who were never properly educated, what they are, their roles as peace officers are, and how they truly have the power, even more so than federal government. Uh, obvi obviously, we need to get his mic up so we can uh, get his input. But <clears throat> you sheriffs out there, or those of you who know sheriffs, you need to understand that the, we, the people, are coming for you. We're coming for you because we need you to understand that you hold the power to turn the country around. Because without that, without the sheriffs in the country being involved in this, it's going to be a longer battle. We'll get there, but it's going to be a longer battle and a much more costly one. 
indeed indeed uh, mel your your thoughts on that yeah um i also have uh, worked a lot with sheriff mack and his uh association it's really important that you understand that your uh your sheriff is an elected official and the highest uh, uh official for law and order in every state and you really have to get to know who your sheriff is and what they do and get involved there's a lot that um sheriff mack has to offer in terms of telling you and teaching you about what the sheriff does and getting yourself uh, familiar with the sheriff, with the sheriff's office, and having a direct line there. We have a lot of police forces that are very compromised. I'm in New York City uh, normally, and we've lost 2,500 of the best cops over the last few years. Uh, we have a very bad situation with law and order there, and uh, the police forces have been infiltrated a lot all over the country since the BLM riots started, and uh, it's now the sheriffs that really, you have to have the first, uh, first line of defense and really not be um intimidated and think you know 911 is the only option i really yeah. do believe that uh we have to really get to know our sheriffs wherever we are there are also places that don't have sheriffs or have sheriffs that were put in by george soros and his money like in arizona and uh we need to also make sure that we have good people running for sheriff oh, cool. uh, i did it i'm important. on oh, great. Sheriff okay, you guys, a, a major IT tech uh, uh, breakthrough. Sheriff Mack got unmuted. Ah. Yay! Very, very good. Well, Sheriff Mack, um, please. Uh, we just, I, I'm but Sasha, you you're not you're not. I can't hear you very well. I can hear Mel and I can hear Scotty, Scott, really well. You hear me okay, Scott? You're, Scott, you sound Scott, like you're 500 feet away. Yeah. Your volume. They're coming after you pretty hard today because your volume's dropped yeah. a couple times. So yeah, I'll turn. I had around i'll take over for sasha stone right now uh sheriff mack with where you are in the evolution of ex expanding cspoa uh you've seen this growth track for the last two years where where do you see it heading coming up into the to this year here and as far as the election is concerned what do you have to say to the sheriffs out there on being aware of what's coming for election day i i think with i think with the sheriffs that we've missed the boat a little bit because many of them are afraid to do this. I understand it, but I, in, in some ways I don't respect it because I threw caution to the wind when I fought uh, the Clinton administration and beat them at the U.S. Supreme Court. They went after me after that. After I ran for sheriff up in Utah after that, one year later, they, the FBI raided my office three days before my election. Yeah, so Mar-a-Lago isn't their first rodeo. They went after me. They cost me uh, my election of Utah County Sheriff in 1998. I beat them at the U.S. Supreme Court one year before that, June of 1997. And so sheriffs look at that, and they look at the end of my career and that I got no retirement, that they don't want the same thing to happen to them. We need to be able to back these guys up uh, financially. Uh, we have sheriffs really wanting and really trying to do their jobs. Right now, Sheriff Bob Songer, probably arguably the best constitutional sheriff in the country, him and Darleaf in Michigan and maybe one or two others, these are the best sheriffs in the United States. Bob Songer's running for re-election in a small county in Washington. How many of us have gotten behind him? How many of us have made sure that his, his uh, campaign coffers are full? Uh, for us to pretend that donating to people running for Congress or the president, we should donate to these people, 
There is no solution in Washington, D.C., my friends. Absolutely. Look at, what, look at what the good, the good constitutional politicians in Washington, D.C. have been able to do. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They're, a, they're an anomaly. They're the exception to the rule. The ones who aren't participating in Washington, D.C. corruption go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ron Paul, right. for example. Ron Paul, 20 years there. He was the only no vote uh, about 100 times on stupid legislation. Uh, Rand Paul assails both parties, uh, and he's not nearly as good as his dad was, but he still knows and sees the corruption of both sides. We have got to get behind these sheriffs. We have got to finance the CSPOA and what we're doing. We can't help these guys. We want to be able to donate to their campaigns. We want to be able to back them financially if they lose. If they're attacked, all of us have had attacks. I've had them. You've had them. Why aren't we doing something to guarantee these sheriffs who are willing to stand? There there were 25 sheriffs just in California who stood against Newsom's uh, COVID-19 mandates. And now they're all kind of backing off some of these other issues like election fraud. It's pulling teeth to get sheriffs who have been taking even a strong stand the last two years to get them to do something on election fraud. We believe that we have six or seven in California that will. But, folks, there's 3,086 sheriffs in America. They work for you. You have got to contact your sheriff. You want to talk about something, a to-do list? You want to talk about an action plan? Get involved with your sheriff and let him know that you have his back as he proceeds to have our backs and to investigate these crimes going on in this country. Folks, Thomas Jefferson said that the ultimate executive in every county is the sheriff. That's a quote. There were three signers of the Declaration of Independence, one Oliver Walcott, who were prior to being uh, statesmen and part of the foundation of America, they were sheriffs. And the, the office of sheriff, even in America, precedes our own constitution and the foundation of our country. These are honorable positions. This is the ultimate authority, just as you were saying, Scotty. This is the ultimate authority in every county. Yes, I apologize. There's three states that don't have sheriffs. We can get them on board after we restore our country and restore our constitution. But those are minimal count. Those are minimal states, Alaska, Hawaii, and Connecticut. 95% of the other sheriffs are elected and answer only to the people. We have got to get this going. We have lots that we've got to do. I fear that we're too late for this coming November election but we still can get active and have our sheriffs providing security for this election. Have your sheriffs even now start their investigations against election fraud that has happened there. And then let's get security at every precinct in every one of those counties and having the sheriffs verify that these uh, drop boxes are being monitored properly and that the boxes that are being turned into them are sealed correctly and lawfully. We have so much to do. And yet I'm telling you folks, we're not funded. 
I put I put every bit of a, everything I have in back into the CSPOA. We have got lots. Can anybody tell me that we're going to be successful in keeping this movement peaceful, peaceful and effective without the county sheriffs on board? I will join whatever you have. I will join right now. I'll quit the CSPOA. I will join whatever you're doing. But if we're going to take back our Constitution and keep it peaceful and and prevent the next civil war that's already brewing, we must have the sheriffs on board and we must have at least 1,000. That's one-third of our nation's sheriffs, and we can do that. But let's get rid of their, intimid- their intimidation uh, that they're feeling from the national press and from Washington, D.C. Let's back them financially. Let's back the CSPOA financially. And let's take our country back. Beautiful. Beautifully stated. Uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, very, very powerful words there. Thank you for joining us on this uh, election integrity special. And great to see you. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, Mel. Love all of Wonderful stuff. Okay, friends, uh, narrowing uh, sights toward the end of the show. Um, I've got uh, Tina Peters and uh, Donna Brandenburg next, and hopefully Lee Dundas is able to join us momentarily. But let me bring on Tina Peters. Tina needs no introduction to this audience. She's one of the greatest heroes of the election heist, for those who may not know. Uh, she was the Colorado Mesa County clerk and recent candidate for Secretary of State who made copies of the Dominion voting machines, which were under her supervision before an upgrade took place, giving us some of the most um, uh, hard evidence to date how election 2020 was manipulated. And for this, Tina has faced FBI raids and has a court hearing in March 2023 with facing uh, seven felonies purportedly and three misdemeanors. Uh, Well, we know how that uh, particular toxic technocracy operates. Um, against their own. Watch the Selection Code movie with Lara Logan, friends, to hear all about um, the fascinating and courageous journey of Tina Peters, who history will soon reflect on as being one of the great uh, change agents of the day. Tina, you're very welcome here. Thank you, Sasha. I appreciate what what you've done in this movement. You know, it's it's people like you and and your producers and all the people watching that, that are making this work. Can you hear me okay? Perfectly, thank you, perfectly. Uh, okay, I thought I would check because you know how, how uh, technology is, especially for patriots nowadays. Very so, good, uh, Tina, let, let, yeah, just uh, give, give, us your, give us your lowdown on where we stand uh, facing the election. Uh, so right now, and I'll go, I'll go forward and then back up with some little, a little bit of foundation. But right now, we're looking to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, and uh, we need people with experience that have gone there before. So maybe, maybe Sheriff Mack, I'll talk with you and some others. We're, we're looking to do that because what they did uh, when I, during my run for Secretary of State, we knew, uh, everyone knew, even the mainstream media, if you can imagine, knew that there were, um, uh, that I was going, I was winning that uh that position. And as you know, Secretary of State is very important. They're, uh, that's part of the reason that we're in problems right now is they're the ones that handled the elections. And this was all staged to put in a couple quote unquote 
um, uh, Republican uh, candidates to run against me, I still had 47% in a three-way race. Uh, and But uh, one of my opponents was uh, uh, the director of CTCL and their secretary that funneled uh, $470 million in, in through Center for Tech and Civic Life in the counties that Biden won. Uh, and then another one was also a plant to make sure that they could deliver the uh, the Secretary of State race over to Democrat uh, Soros-funded globalist uh, uh, general. She has made in the last has made more uh, election rules in the last one during her time. The four years that she's been in, four years I've been in as as clerk, has put out more election rules without passing the legislation. Uh, during the, in the legislature uh, that, that anybody in the last 20 years. She's also taken away the, the right of the 64 county clerks in Colorado to manage their own elections. It's being focused in on one person. That is the Secretary of State. So there was no way that they wanted me to win, obviously. So, um, you know, this is a very, very important case that we're pushing uh, toward the... Uh, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, we have a short time to file it. We have 90 days after we were turned down by the Colorado Supreme Court, which was no surprise uh, because that's a stacked court. Uh, and so that was turned down uh, September 12th. So we have only 90 days from September 12th to get this filed and running uh, for the U.S. Supreme Court. But when that is won, it will affect the whole United States and probably the world because the way they did the recount uh, they did it illegally. The way they did the recount, the way you're supposed to do it, um, and and we pay you. You helped us. We pay. Sorry, there's a flight in here. Um, you know, you helped us raise the money. You and, and your your uh, audience and others helped raise the money. Two hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars. They they increased it twenty thousand in the last week uh, to pay for a Dominion employee. Uh, a Dominion. Uh, employee to come in and conduct the uh, the uh, 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 the recount, and here's what they did in a nutshell. So the law reads: this is the the Colorado statute reads that before any recount, a uh, the canvas board, which is the the Democrat and Republican representative, goes and randomly selects some of the Dominion voting machines. In our case, it's Dominion. They have a ESNF card. All of them are the same. Um, they, they randomly pick a couple um, machines. So in our case, you know, maybe it, it, with four tabulators, they might pick, or eight tabulators, they might pick number one and number five. Let's just say four. So then they go and get those ballots. The, vote, the, the way that the statute reads is the voter verified paper ballot. That's the ones that the people filled out, right? They go and get those and they can count the, the ballots that actually went through those randomly selected tabulators. When, once they hand count it, they compare the total that they get from hand counting the voter verified paper ballot to the count that the machine said for that election. If they don't agree, then it has to be a statewide recount. Well, the way they did the test 
that Dominion had printed out for all the clerks, the county clerks to follow, was to use uh, test ballots, not even voter verified ballots. So we were well within the law to get this recount done. We paid for it. We're also asking for a boot or, or, or charging her with breach of contract uh, because she violated the contract by taking the money and not doing proper recount. So that's where we are now. Uh, on tomorrow, the Colorado County Clerks Association, who is headed up, their executive director, is uh, Matt Crane, who uh, his wife has worked for Dominion for uh, two decades. So they're looking to, this is a cabal within a cabal, to uh, kick me out of the Colorado County Clerks Association as punishment for exposing all of this. That that's like a flea, a, a, you know, a flea on a dog. I, I mean, that doesn't bother me, but it gives me another opportunity to share with all the county clerks the the, the dire straits that we're in and that they're in for not doing their job to preserve election records and allowing uh, Dominion and the Secretary of State to come in and delete them. Uh, the other thing, the other things that I'm dealing with are multiple ethics violations, uh, uh, just things like that. It's uh, you know they keep piling on the lawfare on the lawfare now now they are they are uh, sending out questions in the state for jurors to conduct a or, or to uh, yeah conduct a federal grand jury and michael and dell and our good friend on on the uh, on right now uh that's what we believe is going on so okay. uh yeah so well, Mike, I mean, can you... talk talk about talk about weaponizing a state apparatus against the very best of its citizenry. It doesn't get more um, it doesn't get more wicked than that. But that fact will not be lost to hundreds of millions of Americans and people around the world looking in. I think you know already, Tina, that uh, pure truth and right action uh, prevail. And um, forgive me, I've got to um, cut this short now. I've got Lee in the back room and Donna, who's been waiting patiently. But very grateful for you joining us today, Tina, and lending your extraordinary voice. Thank you for joining us. You bet. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you, everyone. God bless. God bless. Okay, friends, I'm just going to bring on uh, Donna, who's been patiently uh, waiting in the green room for some time. Donna, can you see me, hear me okay? I sure can. How are you? Very good. Happy to see you, Donna. Thank you for joining us. I think Scott has a question for you. <laughs> yeah, Donna, good to see you still on the battlefield. Hey, yeah, uh, a question. You know, we, we, we know that there's going to be an obvious attempt to carry out <clears throat> the same type of operations on the election process. And some of the questions we're asking people today is what's the most important thing people can do right now going into this election? We have, what, what 40 days roughly? Uh, what is the most important thing in your mind that people need to do while they're while they're getting ready for this election? Did we lose her? Well, now, well, now wouldn't off. you know it? Wouldn't you know it, we Scott? That at the moment that you asked the question uh, of her, uh, she fell mm -hmm. off the line. My God, this has been yeah. an extraordinary show. Mm -hmm. Mel, perhaps you could answer the question for her. <laughs> well, I think we're getting a lot of good advice right now. The one thing I would say also about Tina, again, they are trying to demoralize, to put fear and. And this idea that if you go out there and you stick up and you stand up and you're brave, that they're going to throw you in jail. And, you know, like they have done to Tina and many other people or raid your house or all of this. We really have to be willing to fight, 
you know, on this mountain right now, no matter what. And, and Tina's a great example, you know, or, or Simone or any of these people, they get out and they realize they've just started fighting. The fight is bigger than, than they are. And I, I, I just think it's great to see Tina continue to get out there and speak truth because a lot of people are being silenced and being intimidated. And uh, I think it's super important that people just stop fearing the unknown or even if anything happens, like Rand Paul said, they can't arrest all of us. But, you know, these people you survive no matter what. you got to yes. keep fighting. And I, I think that Tina is an example of, of that. And they are persecuting people that are telling the truth and uh, those people will not go down in history as uh, as having been weak or, uh, or or the criminals. They will come down as heroes. And uh, I, I commend everyone fighting, including Tina. Indeed. Thank you for that. So let's just bring on Lee Dundas, our beloved Arise Freedom Tour compadre and fireball um, human rights attorney. Lee Dundas spent a lot of time, as many of you will know, weighing in on circumstances surrounding the 2020 election and has um, a, a, a crystal glass uh, opinion on such matters. So please uh, welcome uh, Lee Dundas to the show. Lee, lovely to see you. Likewise, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we yes, hear you. Yes, perfectly. You're looking wonderful. Good to see you. <laughs> well, I'm sitting in the window and uh, hopefully, give me one second, I'm live on a broad down, but I'm going to be a little quieter. Hi. So I'm back. My daughter's telling me that I'm really loud. Can you guys hear me if I whisper? Yes, there's a slight delay with the with the visual optic, but that's not a problem. Crack on, Lee. Cool. Be sure to be here and uh, let me know how I can give service today. Thank you. Well, Scott has a question. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I say that brace for impact, folks, because when Lee Dundas speaks, even I pull my coat open looking for bullet holes. That's kind of she delivers her message, which is why I love her. Um, Lee, one of the things we know is election day this time coming up has to be hand friendly. <clears throat> we watched what they did in 2020, paper over windows for, for counting, uh, some of the counting initiatives, etc. And we're obviously trying to get as many people to overwhelm the polls as voters carrying their mail-in ballots with them unopened. Don't open them. Take your mail-in ballot to the poll. If they try to tell you that you voted, then you got the proof. Call the sheriff. Somebody stole your identity. Also carry a blue ink pen. We should launch a new operation called Operation Blue Ink. So every blue ink pen and uses only that to, to, to fill out their election ballots. But what do you think is most important for people to consider and or do on election day? Initiatives that you've already identified in terms of how to vote are super critical. One of the things that you have to take just a matter of common sense is if you're going to be tinkering with the election, whether it's old swaxes or new school by going through back doors of you know Dominion or Smartmatic or Cytel, it helps the enemy or the person doing the tinkering if they know how many ballots they need to dummy up to overwhelm. So to the extent that you're voting early um, and to sort of help matters, all you're really doing is tipping your hand to the other side and saying that they need to come up with five million or whatever uh, ballots to, to balance the score in their favor. Early, I'm a fan of voting sort of last minute uh, on election day and doing the things that's... I know a lot of people are... Um, give me one second, and then I'll be done in like two minutes. You guys, I'm going to 
I'm going to walk into my daughter's dorm room, so you're going to be crowned. Um, super exciting. Here we go. Um, go ahead and close that door and bring that person. One of the things that um, I think we need to be most concerned with is tipping our hand because, again, if they know they need to do to jury rig the numbers in their favor. Um, I know a lot of people are sort of in an apathetic how they're thinking, well, if Dominion is still in play, if Smartmatic is in play, um, is there any way to, to fix that? I'm here to tell you that not voting is not the way to fix that, where we can really afford to do anything other than vote and hope for the best. And I do talk to people, not an election lawyer by any means. I haven't really been in the battle since uh, 2020, but I do keep my like you do, Scott McKay, who are, are you know telling me, and these are people who've been in DC for 50 years, telling me that we have reason to be very hopeful. And all I know is they are privy to channels and to, um, and I am always a fan of the fact that something can be done to fix any situation, and I try again. So, so I, I, I'm one of those people who says, you know, just because you think we may have had a threat, should walk off from the election this time. Get in the game, do your part, throw your vote. And the final is, you know, when you hear some sort of strange new idea of how to challenge election, I'm not a fan of actually doing that unless I've paid an election lawyer law firm to make sure that that, because if it's not, all you're doing is sacrificing vote. Perfect, perfect. Thanks for that answer. One of the things you, you said very importantly is this, that not voting is not the solution. <clears throat> and as far as people in Washington, D.C., being very confident about this election cycle, I'll uh, turn this over to Mel because she brought some very interesting information to my show this past week on Roundtable at the last minute of what she saw when she was at an event in, in D.C. Mel, you want to put that out there? Yeah, uh, sure. What I, what I will say is uh, last Monday I was down there in uh, Pentagon City and we were surrounded by uh, military active and retired of every level up to four-star generals and, and people of all from the, from the lowest ranks to the highest. And I will tell you, I was thinking, what am I walking into? Is this going to be a room full of people that are against you know us or, or against the MAGA Republicans, all of that nonsense? And what I walked into was a room full of patriots and people that see what's happening to this country and are not on the side of these communist, socialist, globalists. They are actually looking for ways and reasons and getting involved behind the scenes. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised enough to let you know that um, this was a, a pleasant surprise that we're not being told on the mainstream media. The media is acting like the military is Millie in Austin, which it's not. And uh, I fully believe that there's a lot of military behind the scenes, more good than bad, that are watching all of this. And like you said, Scott, I really do believe that uh, we not only do we have to overwhelm them, but we have to prove that we, the people, are in control of this country, and that means showing up. But I do believe the military, beyond what the mainstream media and the nonsense think tankers and the people that come on as experts from the military onto CNN and even Fox, that's not the military. The real military men that are still in Pentagon City fighting for this country are also fighting on the side of we the people. And uh, I, was, I was assured of that by multiple people, and I believe that to be true. That was great news. Lee, where can people find you and what are you up to in the next 40 days? Oh, we're not hearing you. One moment, Lee, carry on. I'll unmute you from here once again. <laughs> Thanks so much for giving me 
the opportunity, Mel and Scott. Um, people can find me at freedomfighternation.org. Again, that's Freedom Fighter. Uh, it's my website where all of what I'm up to, uh, past, present, future, is sort of on. What I've been up to just over the last 48 hours, I don't know if you guys heard about, about California, aka Commie, to pass a bill. The legislature actually passed it out here, AB 2098, that said if you spoke your mind, 19 as a member uh, of, of the MD crowd, that you could actually be criminalized the revocation proceedings started against you. Um, and uh, so a bunch of doctors invited me, I think it was, to, to the uh, to the Capitol steps out here to explain uh, why that's bad news, that we agree in freedom of the speech. Um, and for my part, I, I chose to take it where I always take it. I said, you know, just like Nazi Germany did, um, the very first two people who ever thought of closing non-essential businesses were not nor Newsom and Senator Pan. It was actually uh, Adolf Hitler and his minion, Joseph Goebbels. That was the most effective way to usher in a total world war, and that is what they did. And then it was over six years, whereas my governor changed the first in, in his first six months of lockdown, 400 laws. And so there are obvious parallels that have been going on here, but we had reached a, a really new dangerous precipice, which have not just any segment of the population, but medical professionals, no less, in a place which is significant innovation and medical advancement. And I, I said straight up, I said, look, A, this, this is a, play, uh, a page book, and B, what the hell are you thinking? The first guy who invented antibiotics by noticing mold growing bacteria was, I'm sure, soundly and roundly chastised by the status quo, challenging the status quo answers. You can't be criminalizing it. So we were not successful in getting Governor Newsom to veto the bill. Veto it until a few hours after our press conference. And when he vetoed it, there were two large that he executed that carved out all sorts of exceptions to the rule and basically gave it to stand should the med board start operating like the Ministry of Truth out here. So we are just across the board, um, you know, from California to New York. But even in the places like where I live, where communism and the communist agenda is really uh, very easy to see these days. Keep fighting, as Winston Churchill said, you know, when in hell, don't stop. Um, or as Mark can change the world, for indeed they are the only have. So, so we're making progress. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing, continuing to do what I, I do best, which is bend the microphone to chastise Boulder Punch uh, and doing it not not just through lawsuits, uh, but more effectively through uh, And uh, just stay tuned for whatever is next. I'm never sure what's next. It's a little bit of a defense game where you kind of what the offense is throwing at you. Although, with that said, one of the things we need to get better about folks defense game because uh, we can't just keep playing defense. Anyway, freedomfighternation.org, and thanks again for having me. Fantastic. Thank you, Lee. Well, uh, beautiful seeing your face and get back to your dormitory duties immediately. <laughs> Will do. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, really. Hey, Good Sasha, stuff. I think we still have Michelle Swinnick may still be in the room. I'm She's got a great Michelle. organization. I'm not seeing Michelle in the, forgive me, Scott, I'm not seeing her in the, okay. um, in the green room. I am seeing Donna and we, we yeah. owe Donna. Uh, one moment. Let's bring her in and see if she can hear us now. Donna, oh, can you hear us? Okay? Michelle's here. Hi, how you doing? You know, this, this is um, every time I get on, on media, the people that are on my show and such, because I'm on for whatever 
whatever reason, we're having interruptions every single day get on. So clearly they're trying to set a, it's amazing. So, but I'm back. <laughs> very good. Good to see you. And Donna, just a very brief um, a reintroduction uh, to the audience, if you don't mind. Give me one moment. A warrior and dear friend of the Arise Guerrilla Network, mother of six and Trump border wall ally. Donna is courageously running for governor of Michigan in what's widely regarded as one of the most corrupt states in the United States, where we heard that before, where the Republican Party already removed her name off the ballot, picked up immediately by the Tea Party as their candidate, and endorsed by the one and only General Flynn, Donna's many remarkable accomplishments. Uh, she is a serial CEO and entrepreneur, the owner of multiple businesses in the fields of energy, rail, real estate, social work, technology, farming, and agricultural uh, systems. Uh, very glad to have you back, uh, Donna. And I know that um, Scott has a, a leading question for you, which he can do from the side window there. Well, I actually already asked that question to Donna, and I answered it myself because she fell off, and I'm pretty intimidated by that resume. I'm going to defer to Okay, what's your question for her? Uh, well, my question is, A, thank you for running and, and fighting and not allowing the GOP, um, you know, the uh, the elitist on the GOP that are trying to keep out any newcomers uh, win by uh, jumping to another party and keep fighting. I think it's really important. Uh, what I do want to ask you is uh, we're all a lot of people are looking at Michigan. We watched uh, with horror um with Gretchen Whitmer what she's done to your state and I think that you have a very good chance of turning it around what should people be doing between now and election day we have a lot of ideas about election day but uh, we have we have some time not much but uh I think a lot of people in Michigan are really motivated to get out there now so what should people be doing now well right now it's really important to understand that we out there it's not two parties it's one party and they're all working together. We've got a hundred jumped off of the Republican Party to support Whitmer, which is really shocking. $0.7 million that Ron Weiser has um, has contributed to $59 million by the DeVosses, who backed wow. Tudor Dixon, the Republican state. We've got the best elections in Michigan that, that money can buy right now because it's all being purchased off of the thinking that there's only two options going forward into this start 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 voting with the candidate that both best their um, uh, their uh, assets because we are in fact the owner of the state of Michigan and we, so right, right now um, I'm up to about 30 million in interactions online a week really high we got people um, 2020, 2022, and people need to start their own pens in polling and do not vote straight tickets. It's been proven that, that they're able to ballot because of the ovals going straight So we in, in fact, today's oval marked in. We are crossing the Donna, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to, to stop you there. Scott, Mel, are you hearing Donna okay? 
Donna, you're, you're about every other word is kind of dropping yeah, out. No, it's like you, out. You're, you're obviously a threat because they're not letting yeah. you talk. We've had this throughout the call, this call today, unfortunately. All the time, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know. Can you hear me now? A little bit. We just got out of the <laughs> here. But, but um, same day voting, uh, do not vote state ticket or straight ticket. Make sure you fill in each of the key job interview, not as a political or as a popularity contest, because the person is going to be managing the assets in the state, which is it's what we own. We need to look at it as who can best manage our assets, which we in fact own, what we want done as we the people. Very, very important. We have things that jumped off the Republican ticket in order to support Gretchen Whitmer. That put $6.7 million into um, politics, which backs a candidate is at $59 million into our election. That doesn't even count for like big tech and stuff. Early, we have the best elections that money can, and we need to get away from what this um, money laundering game is going on here. Very good. Donna, I'm sorry we've had bad, uh, bad audio, but I think we picked up the gist of what you said. Um, thank you for joining us today. Salutations and God bless you for all that you are and all that you represent to the world at this time. Thank you so much. I want to reiterate what she said, folks. She's saying that you make sure instead of walking in and you just vote straight Republican with one circle, don't do that. Go down through every single ballot. If you're voting Republican, straight ticket, fill in every single one with a blue ink pen. Go find blue ink pens. Take your own. But go to every single box or every single candidate. Don't just have that one uh, one uh, circle fits all. Good stuff. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Donna. Much love to you. Good, good. Okay, friends. Uh, last, uh, last up, Michelle uh, Swinnick, new to the Rise News uh, Network, but well known to many of our speakers. Michelle is a talk radio show host, podcaster, host of the Patriotic Purpose Driven Platform, queen of quality content and collaboration and founder of everythinghomeaboutus.com. In recent months, she's been on a mission to warn uh, we the people about the consequences of voting machine, if voting machines are used in the 2020 midterms and how we can ban the machines uh, in her home state of Arizona to save the United States of America. And she believes we just need one county to cave. Uh, Michelle, very, very good to see you. Welcome to AGN. Hey, thank you, everyone, for having me. Oh, look, it's like now my, my new third favorite person uh, is Sasha, right? Because we've already got Scott McKay. We got the, the fiery Mel Kay, and uh, an honor to be with all of you today. So how much time do I got? Because I got like 20 minutes to take action items, and I can condense them down as fast, but I'm going to talk real fast for everybody. So you tell me how much time I got. Well, I've, my production notes say, and I can refer to them right now, that everyone has had uh, a few minutes only. You'll be, you'll be given eight minutes. That's a lot. Trust me. 
Oh, I, I know. I, I got it covered. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, I'm going to kind of wrap it up for everybody. And I appreciate kind of bringing up the rear here, the caboose, right? You saved the best for last. You didn't even know it. So here's the new ideology, the new strategy that everybody is going to take with their life moving forward. Here it is. This is the winning. This is the winning strategy. It's pray, plan, take action. You're going to do it in that order. You're going to do it every day. It's going to make a huge difference in your life. You've got 37 days left until the midterms. And why is it the most important midterms that we've ever had, even though we've been abusing that word and that phrase for decades? It's because the heathens, the demons, and all of the bad people that hate us, that the ones that Mel Kay, the ones that Sasha, the ones that Scott call out every single show that they've been having for years on their platforms, the globalists, the Democrats, the establishment, the elected, selected elitists, which I stole from Mel Kay on Friday, and also the... Um, uh, Pick them, pick, pick everybody singing like that. And then you've got the Democrats, you've got the Republicans, you've got the one world order people. All of these people are now so emboldened because we allowed to let them t shut everything down and uh, for the plan, the pandemic, the political propaganda pandemic. So now the gloves are off, right? If you can't see what's going on in this country is the worst thing that's literally ever happened. The destruction of this country by the people that we, well, we didn't vote them in, right? Because that's all about the machines. So these are all the bad people. They are literally, this is their moment to shine. This is, and then no pun intended, I purposely am saying this, this is their Super Bowl. They get in, it's done. There goes your freedom. There goes your country. So what we want to do is we want to pray every day. Why do we start with prayer? Because God's the only one that's going to be able to pull this off because it is that big of a deal. It is a spiritual battle between good and evil. And it's also a battle for the soul of the nation. Somebody who sits in that house that's white, who doesn't belong there for a legitimate uh, Biden Nazi regime that's in there. He said that and he's right. It's a battle. They want to steal the nation. They want to steal your soul. They want to steal everything about it. We want to save it. We want to save it. Our people, we the people want to save it. Again, it's not left or right. It is we the people versus all of these bad people that are in control. So what, who are you going to pray for? You're going to pray to God and Jesus. They saved this country. You're going to do that every day. You're going to pray that the judges who are taking cases like Mike Lindell's that's coming up here in October are going to do the right thing, like Tina Peters, that they actually do the right thing and stand up for what's right and don't throw these people in jail because they don't belong in jail or actually rule correctly on releasing all the information that Mike Lindell has been talking about that's literally all the juice, all the mouths. They're going to pray for the elected officials here in Arizona, the Arizona Board of Supervisors in every single county, 15 of them, to do what's right to ban the machines because they have the option. They have the choice here in Arizona. That is the law that they can choose to use the machines or they can choose to use a hand count ballot and paper ballots. So we have the option here. So you're going to plan. You're going to plan. What is this country worth to you? What are you willing to sacrifice to save this country of 37 days until the biggest moment of the, your life. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to make sure that you're going to vote in person day of use ball, point, ball, blue pen, point pen, because and keep in mind that the government hands it to you. It's bad. Anything the government tells you is bad. You do the opposite. So don't take their dirty little pen, bring your own, pass them out to your friends. Now take action. Here's the most important thing. Oh, figure out what you're going to do every day to take action, how much time you're going to spend every day to take action and make a plan, a physical plan, write it down, pa pen and paper old school, write it down. What are you going to do? You're going to tell 10 friends you got that part of the deal. So here's the take action number. You're low hanging fruit. Everybody. We in Arizona, we've been working on this for a couple of weeks and we've done all their things to go along with it. So this is a campaign, a one click email, all Arizona elected, ele elected officials to ban the machines here in Arizona, the voting machines. And the reason why this is going to work 
is because uh, one of our elected officials, Jim O'Connor, who is the Arizona Corporations Commissioner, sent a letter to 110 of these people. They are the county supervisors. There's the recorders, the election directors, and the sheriffs all over the all over the state. 110 of them, and said so you have to ban these machines. I've read the sister report. I've seen the movie Selection Code. I've seen the movie Two Thousand Mules. I've watched Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit. You cannot use these machines. They are ripe with fraud. We don't need another fraudulent election. We just had a mess here in the primaries. And the only reason, keep in mind, people, that Carrie Lake won is because we, the people, showed up day of, voted in person. And then only 12% of the people in Maricorruption County voted in person day of. So, yes, that is the only way you're going to overcome these machines. Because in the movie Selection Code, Tina Peters says, and I'm going to quote her when I'm, I'm missing my quote. All right, I'm still going. I'm still going. I got my eight minutes. I'm not going to use all of it. So she said, if we don't get this fixed, if we don't expose what they're doing, I believe we've lost this country for forever. Okay, that is Tina Peters. She knows there's two sets of books. The machines, the only way we can win is we have to show up in person. Do not drop your ballot in a mailbox, in a female box, in a trans box or a demon box because it's, a, it's either just another mule and you're going to get it thrown in the garbage. So this campaign is going has potential. It has teeth. Because we've got elected officials behind it. We've got candidates behind it. We have groups behind it. We have lobbyist groups behind it. We have Act for America behind it. So it is a very simple two minutes a day is all I'm asking. Two minutes a day. So what's going to happen is you're going to click on the website, azsavesamerica.us. That's azsavesamerica.us. You're going to put in your information because they have to know you're a real person. You're going to click the button. It sends that letter to all 110 elected officials through an email. You click another button, it gets you to sign the petition that's gonna go out. You click another button, it has all of their phone numbers, 110 people, you can start dialing and letting them know how you feel because if you don't let your voice be heard, you don't get the right to say that they didn't know what you wanted. That's the part where we lack on our side because we do not let our voices be heard like uh, other people that are really loud at it. So now is your time to shine people, pick up the phone and start dialing. Dial for your freedom, dial for your country. The next button is gonna click, it's gonna have an automatic uh, post for Facebook, and it'll collect to your account. You click that, and there's another one, boom, for Twitter. Two minutes a day is all I'm asking. The reason why it works is because for every every one person that does any of these actions, it equals 1,000 people that feel the same way, that do not take the time to take those actions. You could do this every single day. You're going to tell 10 friends, and you can also do this anywhere in the country because it's about numbers. When I Before I jumped on this show, we had 419,186 actions taken in Three weeks. We launched this three weeks ago. So what we're going to do is, like I said, this is not just sending an email. This is not just doing that because we have boots on the ground that are meeting with these supervisors. We are meet, We have groups. We have the, We have elected officials. We've got uh, candidates that are meeting with them. But I need the numbers from all these people because if we say, hey, listen, I've got 10,000 people in Pinal County that said, I don't want your stinking machines. I know they're ripe with fraud and we are the American people. We paid for them. We don't want them. Now I could say, hey, Guess what? There's 10,000 people that says go to use the uh, old school method, use the ballots, and we want a hand count. And they also, there's a contingency plan. It's in the statutes that says that they can do that, and they already have it in place. So if they say they can't, they're lying just like they don't know the machines are bad. So now we have the backup. We're meeting with them in person, but I'm asking everybody in this country, two minutes a day, azsavesamerica.us. You fill out the information. If you have the extra time, click it to do the phone calls and the posting. But other than that, just do the email, do the campaign, tell 10 of your friends, any state, every state. You got 37 days. Early ballot starts here in Arizona on October 12th. Do not vote by mail. Do not drop it in a box. You're guaranteed that your vote's not going to count. And this is the way you save this country. Again, pray, plan, take action. 
I got more, but I know that we're short on Thank time, you. but that's enough for everybody. Beautiful. Michelle, well, you were eight minutes and uh, 15 seconds, which means you get a penalty. Uh, you have to attend a Patriot Street Fighter boot camp as the instructor, actually. <laughs> hey, instructor. bring it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, thank you, you for everybody. that, Michelle. Beautiful. Uh, Scott, thank you. thank you. Thank you for insisting on this amazing woman. Wow. <laughs> Good to see everybody. Okay. Thank you so much again, everybody. Let's Very do this. Let's save this country, everybody. Indeed. 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 Okay, friends, that brings us to the end of a uh, rather tempestuous two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> I need to thank my compadres, uh, Scott McKay and, uh, and Mel Kay. Thank you guys so much. I've got a... Um, play out today with um, with a Clay Clark message. I did a pre-record with him. Uh, he caught me wearing my uh, my army shirt and a and a fluffy hat. Um, but we had a, a little conversation and he did a fantastic classic Clay Clark uh, dump. And I'll play out with that. But before I do that, just closing reflections, uh, please, from both of you iconic um colleagues, friends of mine. Um, yeah, last words, last words to the American people and to the people of the world. Scott McKay. I'm going to go first. There's no way in hell I'm going to follow Mel Kay. <clears throat> Let me say this. <laughs> Simple fact is, um, you know, this, <clears throat> this movement in this country has become what has become, obviously, because we are now are definitely at the edge of the abyss, and it is time to either go over or seize control of the country. And the one way we're going to be able to do it <clears throat> is with massive voting action, the right way, absolutely not sending in mailing ballots, because if we haven't learned our lesson at this point, we never will. <clears throat> Number two, take that unopened ballot with you to the mailbox or to the voting box. And number three, make sure you carry a blue pen. Somebody just texted me and said, we can't find blue ink pens anywhere. They're probably trying to sequester those now. Find one somewhere, show up. But the most important thing is, folks, show up in military, uh, law enforcement, first responders, look, Go to onemoremission.com or org. I forget which one it is. It's either either or. Dot com. You, yeah. you, dot com. We, look, we all took an oath. I took the oath too when I started Patriot Street Fighter live on the camera. I took the oath. That means we're serving the country till the end. All of you guys and gals, you took the oath. Did not expire when you retired or when your, your service time was up. We still have this mission. We have this duty and we have to come out in numbers in this election and bring as many people as possible. So don't sit back and wait for something to save you or the country. Christ isn't dropping his feet on the planet to do it. I don't care what they've told us for 2000 years. It's a inside job. It's a we the people job. We have to do it. He's waiting for us to take what he gave us and use it and save ourselves. Beautiful. Thank you, Scott. Okay. Uh, I will just say, just to remind everyone once again, it's a good thing to take out your Declaration of Independence and read the 27 grievances of our founding fathers of why they left the crown. And you will be shocked to find out that we are right back where they were. And this is not, uh, again, it's not internal. We have a globalist uh, cabal, billionaire, trillionaire class that does not want the United States nor any country to exist in its current form. They do not want sovereignty. They do not want borders. They want a chaotic world, a dystopian world, and we are not going to allow it because God gave us inalienable rights that they want to take away and they never will. So please stop feeding into the negativity. Stop thinking, oh, there's no reason to vote or this and that. The vote is your sacred duty as a citizen of the United States of America to get out 
out there and tell the tell this country that we still we the people still are the boss in this country and they work for us and we will save this country one patriot at a time and do not fear do not uh let this dehumanization this this psycho uh psyop that's trying to bring everyone down and stop you in your tracks fight back and stand up and uh god wins here folks god wins for sure we the people of the united states the whole world is counting on us let's get together there's no left or right there's no republican and democrat there is a globalist banking cabal trying to take over this country and they will not win and you and i will work together to make sure that's true so thank you so much sasha and my my great friend scott mckay uh we have not yet begun to fight folks we are going to mm -hmm. take back this country it's going to be 2022 2024 and beyond god wins here our children matter the most and uh thank you so much Thanks, Mel. Okay, friends, beautiful. Um, so thank you for staying the distance. A, a decent audience tonight. Very grateful for you looking in. And just want to thank again Scott McKay, Mel Kay, and Joanne in the in the production uh, hub. And I'm going to play out so you can wave goodbye to the good-looking faces here. Um, I'm going to play out with a message uh, from uh, Clay Clark, uh, which I pre-recorded a little earlier. All right, friends. God bless you. Thanks for waiting, Wendy. Clay Clark, Clay you Clark. are best known best to our audience as the enigmatic, the enigmatic organizer, organizer, MC and host of MC General Flynn's Reawakened Tour. Uh, but I want to tell the audience a little bit more about you. You and the lovely Vanessa have five children, 13 cats, um, as many chickens and land to care for. And yet you've also managed to be, in no particular order, a, a former U.S. Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year for Oklahoma, the founder of several multi-million dollar companies, participant on the Forbes Business Coach Council, spokesman for many popular brands, Amazon best-selling author, and the host of the Thrive Time Show podcast, which has been number one overall on the iTunes business podcast chart six times. You've been featured in Fast Company, Bloomberg, Forbes Entrepreneur Magazine, uh, Pano Daily, and numerous other publications. And unfortunately, in recent times, Less favorably, it has to be said, by mainstream outlets seeking to taint <laughs> the patriot and freedom movement and discredit the tremendous impact and power that you bring with the Reawaken American Tour. No surprises there. It's that incredible success and the legacy that you're cleaving with just two officially scheduled Reawaken shows remaining that we want to get into here, along with your views on the main topic on everyone's mind, which is obviously the US midterm election in 43 days. You are so very welcome here today. Hey, thank you. And I will say this, uh, you are one of the um, founders of the truth movement. I would, uh, more and more people that I run into all the time say, you know, they'll mention, oh, I learned this from Sasha, or I heard this on Sasha's broadcast or podcast. Um, and I appreciate you and, and, and Scott McKay and Mel Kay, and just so many of the, the, the early truth tellers, Mike Adams, um, because you guys have been icebreakers to uh, really uh, start the conversation. And Thank I think you. a lot of people probably thought you were crazy uh, for a long, long time. And I hope that you get some um, validation or positive uh, feedback because of the, the work that you've done. I, you really have done a great job. Thank you for the kindness, Clay. And I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm accused of being fringe Illuminati uh, because of the noise that we've been making over many years. I think you're probably accused of the same, being controlled opposition, all that blah, blah, blah. But that notwithstanding, we know who we are. We stand as sons and daughters of God under the eternal sky, and we're doing right action, conducting right action in pure truth. And I salute you for that. Question number one for you, Clay, to say 
the Reawaken American tour has swept the country and energized uh, the movement is an understatement. So, so that we have it on record for my audience, how was the idea born? How did you get involved? And has yeah. it turned out as you planned? Well, well uh, what, what happened was um, when, the, the locked, when the conversation about the lockdowns began, I'll go 90 miles an hour for sake of time. But basically, uh, my wife asked me, she said, what are you going to tell your clients to do? Because we have 160 clients and we own our own businesses. So there's a dog training franchise. There's a haircut chain. There's a home building business. I mean, I can go on and on. And, uh, and by the way, if you want to see those, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you can see the businesses. There's restaurants, doctor's offices, dentists. So I did my research and I discovered the following five things were true. Uh, the, the models that said the 2.2 million Americans would die from COVID, those were completely false, the models, and they were funded by Bill Gates and they were created by Neil Ferguson, who's always wrong at the Abdul Jamil Latif Institute. Second is the polymerase chain reaction tests are false. They're falsely calibrated. The PCR tests are false. They're falsely calibrated to inflate the cases. The inventor of the tests, Gary Mullis, has said on camera they, that Fauci is a pathological liar. Three, COVID is treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. What? It's on the website previous to COVID-19 that hydroxychloroquine was an effective treatment for COVID-19. Four, I discovered that the, that the system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. And someone says, how can you prove that? If you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, you can read the patent, timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. And the final thing I discovered was that many of these companies like uh, Moderna, uh, they're working on technology, they're working on solutions for uh, a problem that didn't exist yet. So it was like they're already working on this vaccination technology for COVID-19 before COVID-19 even emerged. And so if you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, you can see that. So knowing that, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take all the action that I can possibly take. So this is how I, if you're out there listening today and you want some business tips, this is what I do. I get up every single morning at 3 a.m. and I write down everything that I feel like I'm supposed to do that day. So I wrote down on my to-do list, uh, there's a lot, but I wrote down, I need to call the governor, call the mayor of Tulsa, call the mayor of Broken Arrow. Uh, turn my building into a church because the churches will be locked down if that's going to happen. I need to start hosting a town hall every week and I need to shift the format of my podcast to educate people what's going on as opposed to business. And so I started doing it, not knowing that other people weren't doing it. I don't know why other people, I mean, you were doing it, but a lot of people weren't doing it. And so all of a sudden I kind of stuck, I stood out like a sore thumb stood out like, uh, you know, like you're, you're maybe you, you go to the birthday party and, and you're the only guy that, you know, wasn't aware it was a, a pool party and everybody else is in swimming trunks and you're in a suit. I mean, I just stood out and um, I sued the mayor, turned my building into a church, uh, started hosting town halls. And at a certain point, we got to about we had an event that General Flynn was here. And I think we had, you know, 700 people in my building behind me. It was just packed. And General Flynn and I got to talking. And uh, he said, you know, you know a lot about this stuff. Like, how do you know all this? And I said, well, I'm a business guy. I used to do 4,000 weddings and corporate events a year. My company, we used to do 80 events per weekend, 80. Wow. And I vowed wow. to never do big events again. I vowed to never travel again. Mm -hmm. uh, my podcast was dedicated to not talking about religion or politics. That was the Thrive Time Show, Business School Without the BS, where we never talk about religion or politics. And so all of this is out of my comfort zone, but I feel like I'm doing what I can do to save the nation. And he got to talking with me and we were connecting. And uh, I called him up because I couldn't sleep. And I felt that God himself was calling me, ah, but not like a burning bush. I didn't see it. I just felt it. I didn't see a burning bush. Yeah. Didn't get like a styrofoam cup with my name written on it. Didn't get, but I just felt this, ooh, this tractor beam just pulling me in. 
So I called General Flynn. I said, General Flynn, I first told my wife, I said, I feel like God wants me to do a Reopen America event with General Flynn where we share the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, and we let people name their price. And my wife, who does the accounting, she's thinking, you're going to invite people and let them name their, name their price. And she's thinking, who's going to sell the tickets? Where are you going to do it? And I said, I, I, I'm, I'm divinely inspired. I'm going to do it. She said, we'll call him. So I called General Flynn. I said, General Flynn, I feel like God wants us to do a Reopen America tour, a Reopen America event where you show the truth about election fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and get people back to God. He said, I know. Let's, let's go. It has to happen to the church. And I'm going, all right. So then I started calling, you know, people I have met through the movement, you know, Mike Lindell and, and uh, Jim Caviezel and, and, you know, Sidney Powell and different people and Pastor Leon Benjamin and Mel Kay and, and you know, you, you, Ann Vandersteel and, and uh, Scott McKay. And just I was calling everybody I knew that I could get a hold of. And I gave out my phone number on Newsmax, One America, and every other interview. I'd hop on the interview. I'd say, if you want a ticket, just text me at 918-851-0102. And my wife, who's normal, we have five kids. She's like, did you just give out your number to millions of people? And I go, yeah, yeah. And she says, who's going to return their calls? I said, I'm going to do it. And so I uh, started booking the tickets myself. I already have a busy schedule and I'm booking the tickets. We're like, you're the one calling me. I didn't think you would call me. I'm I'm calling people. And then uh, one of my uh, clients, he had a top employee of his who asked if he could come volunteer uh, or work for me before his work shift at the job. And I, and the employer said it was great. He said, my employee wants to help you. And it doesn't bother me if he helps you, you know, before he comes to work. And then I kept meeting people and then Gina showed up and, and I think God was pulling people in my life and Tanya showed up and then uh, different people, Joan showed up and, and you just started seeing this, this energy where more and more people were showing up and they were each, um, doing their part and they were selling tickets. They let people know you can name your price. Long story short, 7.1 million people streamed that event. 55,000 people requested tickets. We sold out every seat and uh, I didn't make any money. And I actually felt better about that event than anything I'd ever done in my life. Beautiful. Beautiful. I didn't make any at all. I didn't take any income or salary. And I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to do, but I was like, well, okay, that was it. I did it. Flynn calls me, you know, could you do another one? So we went to Florida, 8,500 people showed up, millions of people streamed. Uh, and then it was this momentum thing where he kept saying, could you do another one? Could you do another one? And, and uh, I, I said, hey, we've done like three. How many are you thinking? He's like, well, let's go through November of the election. So um, we, we will, our 17th event will occur on November 4th and 5th in Branson. But from the time of the idea that God gave me, to the time that I did the first event, that total time period was less than 40 days, wow. organizing all of it, security, porta potties, travel, speakers, lineup. And so that's that's the flow. And so I'm just going, going, going. I never thought God would use me in this way, but we're going to Pennsylvania in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, now mm-hmm. President Trump has seven people very close to him and five of them are on the tour. So it's like five of Trump's closest advisors, you know, Cash Patel, General Flynn, um, Peter Navarro, Eric Trump, Don Jr. They're all on the tour. And it's just, there's a momentum growing to it. And uh, so we're going to Branson, November 4th and 5th, October, going to Mannheim, Pennsylvania. And anybody listening right now, you can name your price. And I can tell you, if you're out there and you're wanting to start a Reawaken America Tour event, I encourage you to turn your, your home, 
and to a Reawaken America event, I encourage you to turn, tell your family and friends. And I put all the information that we're learning at timetofreeamerica.com because it's going to require everybody listening to my voice right now to up your game to a different frequency, to a different energy, to get out of your comfort zone and to wake up Beautiful. America and to wake up the world. Beautiful. Now you're tapped into the pulse of middle America and the Patriot movement more than uh, probably anyone else on the planet. What are you seeing of the tour events and the feeling from people in the stands? Are they excited? Do they believe positive change is coming? And how about the speakers? It, it certainly looks like um, well, the crowd is riding on top of the world. Yeah. You know, one thing that's, that's challenging, and I'm not trying to be negative, I just want to be clear, is um, if you had a person that you knew and you loved in your life, and he was laying on the figurative railroad track of life. And he's like, you know, I don't understand, Sasha. It's like, I can't even hear you. And you go, yeah, because you're, you're laying on the railroad track. No, it's, just, it's I can't hear what you're saying, but it's like the closer the large thing gets to me, the more the track vibrates. And then I keep hearing the honking. Rah, rah, and you're like, because a train is going to hit you. No, that's not what it is. But I, it's hard to sleep because you're, like, you're on a train track. no. And, and, and that's kind of how America is a little bit, you Very know, good. people, that's how the world is. So I think today that Russia's Nord Stream 2 pipeline is leaking into the Baltic Sea. I think that's waking up a lot of people. They're going, oh, oh, I think that this weekend we had massive refineries. We had a refinery in Ohio, big, big refinery in America blew up, Poof. big refinery in Venezuela blew up. Poof. You have um, a massive food processing center. The Tungus International Market in Paris blew up. Poof. I think more and more people are going, why are all the food manufacturing plants blowing up? Why are the Dutch farmers being persecuted? Why? So people are, people are figuring out the three aims of the Great Reset. One yep. is to put RNA-modifying yep. nanotechnology in your body so that you're tracked at all times. That's why the word COVID-19 stands for Certificate of Vaccination. I-D-A-I. That's right. That's what it is. Um, second is they want to make it where you can't afford fuel, you know, so they're going to uh, de de devalue the dollars. It's inflation, reckless inflation designed to completely devalue the dollar um, or whatever your currency you have. And then yeah. the third is to destroy yeah. the food system so that everybody becomes dependent upon uh, synthetic meat and other uh, horrible food that you, know, you can go. If you go to the store today and you were to go to a local store, local grocery store, and you try to buy meat, you're going to notice that probably one fourth to one fifth of the meat being offered is not meat. It's now synthetic meat. And so people that are down on their luck, they're financially burdened. They're going, well, maybe I should mix half of the organic meat with the synthetic meat. And maybe that's the best way to feed my family. Right. And you're seeing this and I'm, I'm seeing people wake up. I just wish it was happening more quickly, but maybe it's, I mean, it has to be God's timing, but I, I just can say it's, it's a little bit, when you come to the events, people are, uh, Sasha, I try to shake everyone's hand. Who's there. I try to meet everybody. And there's about 6,000 people. So I usually meet about 2,000 people, maybe. I mean, I get there at 5 a.m. and I shake hands till 8 or 9 till we start. Because it starts at 6 a.m. The doors open. And we go till 7 p.m. at night, back-to-back -back speakers, no breaks. So I, I think I get to shake, you know, probably a couple thousand hands. Yeah. And most people yeah. tell me they've never heard these concepts. They've never heard about Klaus Schwab. They've never heard about Yuval Noah Harari, his top advisor yeah. to the World Economic yeah. Forum. They don't know that King Charles was the keynote speaker at the 2020 World Economic Forum event. They don't know that Joe Biden was the keynote speaker at the 2016. Joe Biden was the keynote speaker in 2016 at the World Economic Forum oh, where yeah, he spoke baby. 
openly about implementing the fourth industrial revolution. People just don't know all this stuff. And so when they get it. There's a little bit of a. Right. You know, right. but I think day two, people settle in, Sasha. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, what you laid out there as part of this kind of Sabbatean globalist agenda is the perfect algorithm for an AI transhumanist infused planetary meltdown, a psycho civilizational meltdown. And if that's not Luciferian false light, I don't know what is. Now, we, we're including this piece uh, with you today uh, on, on our Sunday show as part of the Election Integrity Special Edition. Yeah. Let's just tackle yeah. uh, the three same questions uh, that we're asking all the speakers on the show slated for Sunday, most of whom you know. One, yeah. rapid fire, 40 plus days till election 2022. What do you believe is the single most important thing people can do or help to promote right now? I really do believe you, everybody everybody right now let me send the link to you right now i'm going to send it to you right now because people if they don't know it's our fault now i'm going to repeat that again if anybody doesn't know about the great reset agenda it's our fault okay it's our fault it's my fault it's my fault i take the blame anybody it was like I, well my sister's crazy you know my sister she's just totally no no it's your fault if you don't tell your sister now after you tell your sister um, it's, it's, it's her fault. So I'm going to send this to you right now. This is a video that I cut together. I just sent it to you right now. And, uh, it is it, the great reset explained in the words of Schwab, Zuckerberg, Obama, Gates, and every, I mean, if people just watch this so far, everyone I've ever shown this to wakes up and they go, Whoa. So that would be to me, that's what I would do is I would share that video. Oh, by the way, I want to make sure I invited you. I've wanted to have you on the tour. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I've always have, like a list of pre-committed speakers. So I, I have like to honor my commitments, but the final event we're doing in Branson, I didn't think it would be right without at least inviting you. So November 5th in Branson, that's the final day of the final event we're doing. I wanted to invite you to be a speaker there at 1240 PM. And if you can make it great, and if you can't make it great, and we can talk about it offline, but I wanted to invite you because you've been one of the f uh, leading people that I have seen on the tour exposing the truth. And I'd love to have you there. So it's 1240 on November 5th. If you can be there, if not, no worries. But I wanted thank, to personally thank you. you. Thank you for the kindness there, Clay. Second, what do you believe is the most important thing people can do on election day or the days immediately prior besides voting in person? Uh, I would, uh, I mean, I, this is what I do. I don't know if this is, um, um, people might go, you're crazy. I, you know, people talk about tithing. I like to tithe my time. So I, any time that you would normally spend going out to eat, uh, anytime you would normally spend doing pleasure, watching movies, whatever, I would take that time and invest it in saving our nation. So I would go on Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and I would just share the truth everywhere. And as a proof of concept, Sasha, we have one of our listeners who reached out to me and asked me that question. And I told him, you need to share the truth in the air everywhere. Find the video clips of Yuval Noah Harari and share it with everybody. And he did it. And some of the videos that he has on... Um, that he's put now on YouTube now have reached hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people because he takes what he learns at shows like yours and he takes the video clips and he reposts them on YouTube and he individually is waking up so many people. So I would just encourage everybody out there, do what you can to share in the air everywhere. Great. Beautiful. Uh, three, last one. Any words of encouragement for the American people about this iconic midterm election? The first after the November 2020 yeah. Armageddon that launched tours and movements we never expected. 
And again, I want everybody, please don't assume I'm being negative. I'm just heavy on the facts. Okay. So nine out of 10 people have now stopped watching CNN. I wish I could have said 10 out of 10, but it's nine out of 10 people have stopped watching CNN. That's a big thing. Also, more people identify as being conservative than Republican for the first time since 2001, according to Gallup. So more people identify as being conservative. Um, also, you're seeing in Italy, you're seeing um, a, a real challenger for the leadership in Italy coming out on, on, the, on the behalf of truth. You're beginning to see people, members of the Canadian parliament speaking out. You're beginning to see more and more people calling out Klaus Schwab by name. They're calling out Trudeau by name. They're calling out Joe Biden by name. They're calling out the World Economic Forum by name. And I just think everybody out there, we've got to accelerate it. You've got to get to a place where people almost think, that you are a ridiculous fanatic for freedom because that's what you need to be. And then when, when you think you're being a ridiculous fanatic for freedom, dial it up some more because we've got to save this nation. Beautiful. Finally, everyone would love to know what will you be doing next? And also tell us about your business hmm. conferences and the podcast. Well, you know, um, I think this is a little bit cliche sometimes within freedom movement. Some people say, what are you doing? And they go, well, I'm going to seek God's counsel. I, I am seeking God's counsel because I, I, I these events are not profitable. Um, I lose a lot of money, and I don't know if it's ever if anybody out there has ever done this. But imagine that you pay three to four hundred thousand dollars upfront to reserve a venue, a place, and space, speakers, uh, porta potties, um, all the details that go into it, and then you leave the event at the end of the event with less money than you invested, and you do it every month. So every month, my wife and I put up three to four hundred thousand dollars, and then we believe that the Patriots are going to. I'm, I'm not sure where that call is coming from, but then the Patriots, um, they show up in in droves, and some of the events, it's not math, mathematically possible to break even because the overhead is so high. Some right. of the outdoor venues, and some and we would go to indoor venues, but a lot of times we can't find them. Yeah. But then there's yeah. places where there's indoor venues, and these indoor venues. Um, we can kind of get ahead or break even. So I talked to General Flynn, Cash Patel, and Eric Trump, and they have asked me to do four events next year. And I have asked them on behalf of my wallet and on behalf of my wife's sanity and on behalf of my kids who don't want to live outside in a van down by the river, I've said, is it possible that we can work together to find four indoor venues with controlled expenses, because if the average person is paying $70 and there's 5,000 people, you do the quick math, we lose money on these. So I'd like it to be financially sustainable where I can at least break even. So we'll do four four events next year, but I look for them to be inside. And I would look for them to be slightly bigger than what you've seen so far. I think they're going to be bigger in in number of people, uh, bigger in attendance. And I think you're going to see the roar, the, the, I call it the lion of Judah, but you're going to see a lot of um, triumphant patriots that re- refuse to cower. And, and what happens is the way of patriotism, it goes like this. It starts off and everyone thinks you're crazy. And then over time, you build more, 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 momentum, more momentum and more momentum. And then pretty soon, the crowd is with you. And for all the patriots like you and uh, you know, Cash Patel and Scott McKay, who were early to the Patriot movement, um, President Trump, even the, the wind is now at their back. And I'm beginning to see a momentum rise. I'm beginning to see a different energy. I'm beginning to see a different frequency, different pace of, of energy and enthusiasm for the country. And that I am seeing. But again, we're also seeing the collapse of the dollar and all these other things. But I just encourage everybody, come join us at time to freeamerica.com, time to freeamerica.com. And then the podcast I put out about seven to 10 clips a day on our rumble channel or shows. 
and you go to rumble.com and you search for thrive time show. And then from there, it goes out to all the different channels. Beautiful. Clay Clark, you are a real time legend. One of those very rare birds uh, who is uh, conducting the most iconic epochal work in, in, in real time. Um, I don't know about the 300 million plus Americans uh, coast to coast, uh, but I could speak on behalf of the other 7.2 billion odd souls in the world. I think we all owe you a huge debt of gratitude. Salutations to you, brother. Love you. And thank you so very much for joining us today. And I'll just give you a virtual high five and a hug. Thank you so much. God bless you, Clay. Have a good Take one. Take care, Sasha. Bye-bye. Okay, you guys. Thanks for hanging with us. That was the AGN Election Integrity USA edition. We're going to be syndicating it everywhere. Um, we'll send info out over all the social channels, over all the um, emails. So, kind of this. And if you Please share widely. It's so, so important. Thank you. We love you. Bless and God bless America. You've been listening to Everything Homes special segment, Stories Needing Sharing, with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com. And find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.